program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. <laughs> Put on these glasses. Let's start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance with this. be as funny as that last bit just so you know you know <laughs> well good evening mr president mrs first lady uh and the distinguished members of the radio and television correspondence dinner you know when i accepted the honor of uh, performing here tonight one thought crossed my mind and that was uh please god don't let me bomb in front of the president I'm not worried. What the hell do I care? You know, I got, I worked on all my jokes. I got a lot of help from, uh, from my joke writer, Don Imus. He was, uh, helped me a lot. Are you familiar? You know this guy? He's a funny guy. He wrote some jokes. Anyways, the dinner was great. You enjoy the dinner? We had some salmon. Yeah, it was delicious. It was great. And, uh, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was refreshing to see Democrats serve something other than subpoenas for a change. I thought that was nice, you know? I'll be doing some jokes later. I just thought I'd... <laughs> uh, but you know, it is rather daunting to me. You know, I'm just a guy, you know? What the hell am I? And here I am, you know, I look out, I see President Bill Clinton, you know, I see Secretary of State Madeleine Albright, you know, media mogul Rupert Murdoch, you know, uh, broadcast legend Larry King, you know, uh, pornographer Larry Flint, you know... <laughs> Dick Morris, the list is starting to drop off a little, folks, but still, you get the idea. It's daunting. <laughs> and, of course, it was very inspiring to see President Clinton up here on crutches making a speech. I mean, I thought that was just uh, amazing, you know. Uh, I mean, it's been difficult for the president. You know, he can't jog now, and uh, he needs help getting around, and he's still, you know, he's still... Uh, occasionally suffers great pain, you know. Uh, on the upside, you got your medical marijuana, so that's, uh, you know. <laughs> you must inhale, sir. It's the only way you're going to get better. It's... <laughs> but, uh, uh, we got a lot of power here, a lot of juice. Mr. Rule Arledge is here, of course, the chairman of ABC News, you know, and uh, a lot of crazy stories coming out of that division, you know. 
You know, stories about this person sleeping with that person and all that, you know, scandal after scandal. And if you heard the latest, I heard this just the other day. There's a rumor that last week, a certain, I don't want to say who it is, a certain gentleman in ABC News, he went to a party and he got really drunk and he ended up having sex with his own wife. I don't know. I don't know how these rumors get started, but you know. Probably just a vicious rumor, really, you know. One vicious rumor after another, and it's episode 63 of Behind the Schemes for September 20th, 2021. I'm Boo Berry, Mothman in the Miniocalypse. And all the way from over here at the Bereft Coast, where we're trying to get behind the rumors, my name is Lavish. And joining us tonight, we got a familiar face coming back. We got Malachi here. Great to be back. Thank you so much. Oh, wait, don't we keep you in the fucking cellar or something? Oh, yeah. Close that thing before the flies come out. It's too late. Listen, I'm, I'm, no, uh, I'm no Freddy Fastfingers finding... Uh... <laughs> That's all right. That's fine. Let's, uh... Oh, there we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Very good. He was, he was shouting down from the cellar. That's... That's why, that's why you were able to hear him. But now he's yes. here in the green room, even. Yes. Welcome back. It's so good to be back. So good to be back. How are you feeling? How are you doing? How's it been? It's been good. It's been okay. You know, ups and downs, strikes and gutters. Um, you know. Uh, Strike and guttering. The main thing is I had to, um, you know, join the machine. You know, I took the vax. Yep. I got stabbed, and, uh, you know, I was always like, yeah, don't have to fucking fire me. They Did they at least offer you an Uber ride home after? Well, it was a little bit of, uh, you know, the four-year-old, the family, the money, and also we only have two people where I'm working, and I would be royally fucking the other guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a lot of things at play, and it was a super short notice. And uh, I don't know, hey man, it was tough. It's tough everybody's decision. I got sick as fuck for two days. You no, know, I had shakes and shivers and shit. It was uh, it sucked, and it's bullshit. So I was forced to get sick just to keep my shitty job, so I could be abused, you know, at work. But you know, but it's a fucking decision. You know, is that the first time you'd gotten sick since everything started? Yeah, um, you know, I've had mild stuff. Normally, I just have allergies. I have spring allergies, um, but yeah. I can treat that with uh, Claritin. You know, it mm. works for it works for me, and I know I do it for like a month or a month and a half during the spring, and I'm usually pretty good. But no, I don't get sick. It's rare. I mean, I'll, I'll get it like a mild cold or something. But I did. So, I got tested for the uh, antibodies, and I didn't have them. Mm-hmm. I was I was damn it, fuck! <laughs> Why couldn't I have these fucking antibodies? And then and my doctor was like, "Well, you might have had a mild case, you know, and they're not showing up." So if you'd had a natural immunity, then you could have gone to your employer with that. No, I I I started to do a religious exemption um, thing. I, I just backed off um, mm-hmm. because it, it it doesn't matter. You know, it's not going to work. We have tours that come through the venue, and uh, they're just like, no exceptions. 
Yeah. Everybody's got, you know, which is funny because we have a no exception thing now too. So when the tours come in, they're like, you know, let me see all of your vaccine cards. I'm going to say, okay, cool. Let me see all of your vaccine cards. Papers, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll do the papers. Not, you know. Yeah. To worry about our them. safety too. Oh, would you be happening to hiding <laughs> the unvaccinated in your orchestra pits? <laughs> Uh, it's it's insane. It's just it's a shame, and you know my main choice was just it was really uh, family. We're we're uh, you know getting to getting to a decent place, but we're not to where I can just quit right now and and also achieve the goals that we think are possible in the near future. Does that make sense? You know, mm-hmm. uh, could you uh, could you scoot up into the mic some kind of. Trailing off. Yeah. Screwed up. Oh, there oh it is. Jesus. <laughs> Welcome nice to BTS, the ASMR episode. <laughs> For tonight's listening pleasure, we'll have Malachi at the mic. I'll start brewing. I did uh, pour some liquor. So I'm going to, oh, everything good. should be the same as, as prior episodes of me on here. Where <laughs> I get, I get a little drunk. Jesus, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. You're all over the place, boo. I got my liquor too. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get a little liquored here. Awesome! I'm drinking some Basil Hayden's. Uh, ah, delicious! Good I'm stuff. Chasing it with an ice cold Miller Lite, and um, got some cool little nuggets here. So what will start happening soon is I'll have these great thoughts come in, and I won't be able to articulate them. But it'll <laughs> be fun to listen to me try to do it, <laughs> or not. Might not be fun. Might be sad. Could be legal. It could be cool. It, it could be very cool. It could be very cool. You never know. I'm drinking a Sociable Cider Works Road Rash, a raspberry lemon cider, and a big cup of water. That's what I got for tonight. Mm, that's delectable. I've got the Kirkland Small Bash Bourbon and uh, some water, and then just in case, I've got a half bottle of uh, Prosecco, which is like a, a wine. Ouch. Casted a wide net tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I, I, I got whatever I got in the cupboard. I didn't really feel like going out and buying anything. So, <laughs> seeing what's in the stash. But it's, it's a liquor night. Some, some shows are beer nights, and some shows are liquor nights. And uh, we'll see what happens. Well, I think uh, to start this party off proper, we should go ahead and hit that tarot card for tonight. Uh, tonight's mm. card from the Line Strider deck was uh, the Three of Wands reversed. So the original upright uh. meaning, happiness, family, unity, flourishing, new life, new success, prosperity. I mean, we kind of have a, a family reunion here tonight. Uh, we were hoping to get Monty on, but he had a last minute call in at work. So we're probably going to look at getting all four of us on here in the next couple of months. I think that'd be a good time. Yeah, we'll have a makeup episode. We'll get Monty on here. I don't know that he wants to do that. We got the three of wands. Yeah, what's four, that mean? Four of wands. And, uh, four of wands? Yeah, I guess I should go ahead and do a quick upright meaning. Uh, it's a joyful card, and it talks about celebration, harmony, happiness. It is often a harbinger of engagement, marriage, or partnership. This card represents the completion of a project or the end of a hard time and welcomes a time of rest and celebration 
carries uh, unity, stability, and safety, and it's two rabbits, 69 each. Well, sorry, they're not 69 each other. They're just kind of got their head-to-head and feet-to-feet. Four wands. Yeah. Yep, community, parties, gatherings, stability. You sure it's the four? I, I was trying to confirm because you said three first, so I got. I got oh, I, I'm sorry. Flipped out. Uh, it was it was four of wands. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, a welcome home, uh, sort of like a, it kind of looks like an orchard, like you're walking up to the front door of a of a, a well mannered house. And the reversed meaning is uh, it's still a very positive card in any case. It talks about unexpected fortunes that can enter your life. However, it does not mean that you can quit all the work you are doing and just enjoy the show. Good things will come when we work hard, know how to share, and give as much as we can in whatever way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we should reiterate, I don't think we really talk about this enough, but when we, when we have a reversed card... It can mean all the negative connotations. It can mean the opposite. But a lot of times it can also just mean you're working towards whatever the good aspect is. So for this, you know, the reverse meaning of this would be the reverse of a, of a calm and stately house. So it would be conflict with family or with coworkers or maybe it's like, you know, you're having trouble maybe supporting somebody or supporting yourself. And it just means that you are in the thick of it and you're and you're working towards that stability. And you got... Uh, you got good things coming to you. So just because it's reversed doesn't mean it's necessarily a bad thing or a negative thing, right? This is true. Uh, some other re- reversed meanings uh, shows tension, conflict, or disagreement, things that are preventing you from enjoying the peace, security, and triumph of the efforts you have made recently. So cool. I, I like, like it. it. I like A, Jinx. A, you owe me Coke. <laughs> uh so for and ten- we've got the uh, the four chan tarot in the chat as well. If you want to see it, yes, gif. and that is brought to you by one of our freak of hazards uh, on honorary patrons uh, saints, along with the likes of Charlton Heston, Odorous Urungus, Bill Hicks, Bill Cooper, Bill, Bill Cooper. Hicks. Yes, yeah. yes, uh, and that's Servo for setting up Gal, which you can find in our chat room at irc.zeronode.net hashtag green room get on in there and uh surely someone can show you how to operate the tarot bot and the dice bot skills that gal has she is so easy i I, you know call me biased but this is the hottest bot side of the net it really is like you know we are biased because it's it's our bot, but our, our bot is is kicking ass. It, it can do tarot, it can do dice rolls, it can do karma. I mean, it's it's quite the. It won't date us though. We keep asking for <laughs> dates, and it just won't give us uh, an answer to that question, to that uh, query, I should say, query. Uh, yeah, really great bot. Love that gal, and uh, thank you very much, Mister Servo, for providing us that. Yes, and our other freak of hazard that came through tonight, it's none other than your fun hole Phil and John Fletcher of the Hog Story Show. The John Fletcher, that is. He came in with his monthly donation of five fifty-five. Mm. Lovely. He just wrapped up his show. You can find him, Carolyn Blaney, uh, every Monday night before our show uh, at Hog Story. Their show, Hog Story, at hogstory.net, hogstory.com. 
Hogstory.com. Hogstory.com. Hogstory.jiz. <laughs> Etc. Uh, you can find them there. They've got a, a really fantastic program that you can tune into. It's one of the hottest shows, uh, dare say, that people call it the trendiest podcast in the universe. This is true. I've heard other people call it this. Yes. And uh, I really don't have a good argument against it, so you should probably uh, check it out if you haven't checked it out already. And I unilaterally believe everything that I read on the internet, so. This is true. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> and we would be those other people who believe everything they read on a television screen. I would, I, I think we could be talking heads someday. Uh, yeah, nothing wrong with a little head. And if you would like to give us a little head, you can head over to BehindTheSchemes.com or LoveIsLit.com. That's S-C-H-3-M-3-S. can contact us. Send us some clips. Send us some art. We're a value-for-value value, value value show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means we take no advertisers and are entirely listener-produced just by freaks of haz- little freaks of hazards like yourself. That's right. What public radio wanted to do, we actually do. We are a community-based radio program. And uh, it's because we don't have ads that we, we get to talk about uh, how fucked up uh, everything is. And that's that's it. That's the key. That's the, that's the winning element. Other people aren't allowed to talk about how bad it is because they're paid by the people that, that uh, want to keep it that way. Can, so, are you allowed to say that? What's that? What you just said. Uh, I am I am allowed to say it on this on this program because we are a value for value situation. You can go to our website behind the schemes with three for, threes for ease and schemes. Loveislit dot com, dot live, and you can contribute uh, financially or otherwise. You can just give us clips or, or ideas. You can email us blueberry proton mail or uh, lavish blast at gmail dot com, and uh, let us know. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Do a commercial, you're off the artistic roll call. Every word you say is suspect. You're a corporate whore, and uh, end of story. Yep. We told you who was behind the schemes, but you'll never know who's behind the screens. Call our creep phone now and leave a screen mail. We'll play it on the show. 612-263-SEXY. 612263 That's 612263799. Have you been here for the voicemails? I can't remember. Yeah, I I think I did. I was, we had one show when I was here last time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you're familiar then? I'm familiar. With all the And I believe I left a scream once. A couple of times, I feel like. A couple of times, maybe. Oh, nice. And if you want to join the ranks of Malachi screaming in or leaving any sort of voicemail, we'll literally play anything. You can call 612-263-7999 and uh, 612-263-SEXY. Mm-hmm. It's a free no- It's a toll-free number you can call completely free of charge. And uh, maybe we should go ahead and hit this first one. Yeah. Oh, my God! That bowling ball, it's my wife! god damn it who do you think you are i am hold on hold the presses oh my god that bowling ball it's my 
wife. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, do we still have a Malachi and a Lavish? Totally. Okay. Hello. Sorry, I was just looking up. So, uh, oh yeah, this is, so was that was that Pete <laughs> Weber the the Pete Weber, the winner of the 69th annual National Bowling Ball Champion, Pete Weber? It could be. I'm one not... of the greatest bowlers in the on the fucking face of the earth. Calling in. How would he have this number though? I mean, we are a global show. We're all over the world. There's, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But thank well, you, Pete Weber, for calling. It's really blown up. Yeah, I mean, broadcasting to billions and billions of people. Uh, we, need to, we need to get a hold of him. We need to get a hold of his agent, and we need to uh, get him on the show. I like it. How about the next one? Legend. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. I got one for you. Would you rather Klaus Schwab or Joe Biden? All right, pause, pause the question right here and deliberate. This is a three-parter. The second part is, would you rather... Hillary Clinton or the Queen? Pause the question. Now the third part. Out of the two that were picked, who do you think would win in a fuck to the death fight? <laughs> well, I feel like the caller wanted me to pause in there, but uh, that's hilarious. Many pauses. It was a pinter play full of pauses. Yeah, I know who would lose. Well, no, we have to go through this one by one. Would you rather Klaus Schwab or Joe Biden? <sighs> I really Klaus. don't. Klaus, he's got that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just, you know, you could, I feel like I could talk to him afterwards for a little bit. Oh, yeah, and I feel like he'd buy me. He wouldn't just buy me fucking ice cream and then throw me in a <laughs> pit somewhere. That shit. See, I'm too old for Joe Biden anyway. See, I'm going to go you're with too, Yeah, you're too old. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Klaus has that Bond villain swagger, you know. Yeah, you you know you might get into his inner circle and it might be pretty cool. After all, you'd be like, "Man, I was all against this at first until I banged Klaus Schwab, and now I'm I'm digging yeah. this evil shit." You know, you, you never know until I mean, you're in the club. You know, right. you wreck it, right? One big triangle over the face. Yeah, maybe fucking baby blood tastes delicious. Who knows? See, I would go with Joe Biden because he'd always be encouraging me. Come on, man. Yeah, I I would almost pick Biden just so I could fucking almost funny beat him like to death. <laughs> Not to say that I would, but I just if if I was put in that position where he was coming at me and trying to sexually assault me, you know, because he because he does that sometimes. Fucking Klaus say. Schwab would be like he's like he reminds me of the uh, Star Trek guy, you know, the Captain. After Captain Kirk, I, I'm not a Star Trek nerd. Uh, or is that uh, Star Wars? I can't remember. You're talking about is Spock? I'm just is kidding. That's supposed to piss people off. No, the oh. captain for the uh, uh, Star Trek Genesis or whatever. Uh, the next generation. You're talking about Picard. Yeah, next generation. That one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Picard, uh, the bald guy. Yeah, he, he reminds me of him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, <laughs> yeah. 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 Probably hey, like I said, age, man, I'm going to be said. drinking liquor, uh, smoking weed, you know, shit could get Ooh, weird. I got weed, too. Let me smoke some weed. <clears throat> are you not, do you have any more of that, uh, like, uh, what were you doing before? It was like gas station weed or something? Oh, the Delta I, 8? 
Yeah, Didn't Lavish yeah. have some gas station weed? <laughs> oh, they got plenty of that, man. I could go get some of that for you. You need some? <laughs> Not yet. No, I'm good. All right. Thanks, though. We got it. It's uh, it's uh, yeah. You can go to any any convenience store and conveniently buy it. Uh, I I do the weed weed now because that they made that easy to find too. Awesome. Like they'll send it to your door like a pizza now. Ding dong. Here's your weed. It's it's crazy. We're in the future. Uh, we still are. And we have yeah. to figure out, is it going to be Hillary Clinton, would you rather, or the Queen? Elizabeth. This is a tough one. Elizabeth. Easy for me. I'd fuck the Queen. Mm. I would mm. never fuck Hillary, and yeah. I would totally fuck the Queen. <coughs> because the I Queen think have, yeah. is a fucking is a monster. Not, not a mo- like a, in a good way. Like in the way that Nicki Minaj uses it. Like, uh, she's, she's, she's a beast. She's a, like, she gave out bandages in World War II to soldiers, you know, and she was a smoke show back then. You ever seen old pics of, of the queen? She's so my fucking type. She's like (laughs) this, like really, she's cute, but kind of like, she's like kind of squirrely brunette, beautiful smile, big kind of chipmunk teeth. Oh my god, I love it! And, she, and she, you know, you know, she would finish you off, and Hillary Clinton would never do that. <coughs> Hillary Clinton, I'm pretty sure, is a lesbian. I'm I'm pretty confident that she just like straight up is a lesbian. At least lizard now. only likes lesbian lizards people. Or something. Yeah, she's like Jurassic Park. She she's like the frog DNA. She like changed. sounds like sounds like some bad seventies porno. Lustful lizard lesbians, <laughs> hot blooded, cold blooded. See, I, you know, I think I'm going to go contrarian in this situation, and I'm actually going to ask Hillary to peg me because I want to know what it really feels like <laughs> to get oh. fucked. You know, Hillary's she's been only been fucking, fucking you, you your for a whole long life. time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, just edge me. <laughs> Trust me, you've been pegged more than any... She's pegged more, you more harder than anybody else, <laughs> I think. That's a bold claim for me to make. The not person knowing. that I would recommend is to listen to Lavish on... The- I would... I would. <laughs> Mr. Bemrose, please. Sir Bemrose. Sorry. <coughs> so, yeah. that just... Now, okay, so... Lavish, you had Klaus Schwab and the Queen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Malachi, you had Klaus Schwab and the Queen. Yeah. Who 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 takes it home? Klaus. Oh. He would fuck the shit out of the Queen, and he'd be like, "Yes, you lie and you take it, you keep taking it." It's true. You would eat the bugs. You would eat the like, bugs. And she she's just so old; she wouldn't be able to take it. You will come yeah. and you will like it. She's a fragile glass flower right. now. <laughs> and if somebody really hate fucked her the way she deserved, she would <laughs> fucking collapse like a house of cards. And you know, Klaus is hung, man. You know it. I, I wasn't going to say it, but you, because you said it, I totally agree. You know that guy's got the schlonga, the German weapon. Klaus is out there to fuck the whole world. You know, you understand? She, the queen's been doing it for a long time, and she's been doing it well. 
But Klaus is a self-made world fucker. You know what I mean? He he, wasn't, he had to work for it. That's right. He wasn't born at Buckingham Palace or whatever. That man made it his his life work to fuck the world mm-hmm. forever. He, he's been fucking people hard. That's right. That guy was born to fuck. I would have to go with Clinton, I think, in this scenario between Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. Oh, God, yeah. Sure. I mean. I think Joe Biden dies first in any matchup you get in in any way you shake it. Hillary would squat him to death. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. She probably already has. Like a thigh vice grip. Oh, yeah. Just two pegs and that guy'd be done. I don't even know if that guy has a butthole anymore. <laughs> Hermetically sealed. Yeah. It's, oh, that thing that thing went away a little while ago, you know. I'm getting up there in years. I don't have one of those anymore. <laughs> and everyone just takes it. Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Wow, what a great guy. Seven months, eight, nine months. It's been nine months. I can't believe it's only been nine months. But anyway, uh, it, it is a full moon tonight. I would like to take a, a second to address that. It is the harvest moon tonight. Uh, or it was full maybe this morning, I guess, technically fully full, apexically full. But um, right now it's pretty it's pretty damn full. So we got we got the 2021 harvest moon in, in full glory right now. Yeah, it relates to the uh, timing of the autumnal equinox with the full moon that occurs nearest to the equinox being the one to take the take the name harvest moon mm-hmm. yeah i'll go I, try to remember to go check it out uh, if we take a break yeah we, we'll have an intermission for sure tonight i'll uh go and try to put eyes on it myself no shit the thing was keeping me up last night nice it was thing was so fucking bright and it was right in the right spot i was just like no way <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Big slap. All right. Hell yeah. I'll be sure to add that link into the show notes, which you can go to zososcorner.substack.com, Z-O-S-O-S, corner.substack. And uh, mm-hmm. they're posted in our in our chat room as well. Uh, I drop them in there the when we go live, which is every Monday night at uh, 7.30, 9.30, and 10.30 Eastern, respectively. Mm. Yes. Shall we? Uh, shall we roll some die and see who goes first with some shit? Absolutely. Where's my die? Uh, Malachi, would you do us the honor of? Uh, we got of a, a complement of dies. D and D die. Uh, we got six sided. We got uh, what is that? Twelve sided. Eight sided. Ten. Twenty. Would you like to hit us with maybe a like a? Uh, what die we should roll and who wins how? The six-sided dice. Because there's two of you. Yeah. Three, three, three. Three, three, three. Is that too lame? No. What is it? Sorry? Six-sided dice. Six-sided? We did the six-sided last time, I think. Oh, this is true. Uh, We'll do the 666-sided. Oh, that one's in the car. Um, what do you got? A what's another one? Fifteen. We got so uh, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, twenty, seventeen. 
Yeah. <laughs> 20. 20. I'll I take 20. a uh, tequila sunrise. Uh, yeah, okay. What? We're going to do a 20. 20? Yeah. Oh, and since you brought up the autumnal equinox, uh, it is on Wednesday for anybody who's curious. And the autumnal equinox is a big, 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 big one for all occult stuff. So you can expect your butts to get clenched. Mm. Um, anyway, my 20 is ready, my friends. Here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. This is a uh, wisdom saving throw. Oh. I get an 11. I get a 16. Oh, shit. Woo. It's your call, it looks like. Woo. I like how we compete just for the <laughs> the winner to pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could send you off. Uh, I feel I could go first this time. I feel like. Like uh, that, yeah. I haven't gone first in a little while. I so I don't mind. Uh, I brought in stuff. We'll let's see what I see. I brought in two things. One of them is kind of older news. It's it's maybe weeks old or, or a month old, but uh, I thought it was interesting and, and it, it was worth bringing up. And I'm sure you guys have maybe heard of it that Tony Hawk put his blood into some paint and put it on some skateboards and sold them. Do you hear about this? Sounds like little Nas X. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a thing that celebrities are kind of doing now. Like who is the, there was some like uh internet chick who sold her bathwater. Uh, uh, her name is Belle Delphine. Okay. Belle Delphine. I knew somebody would fucking know. I, I, I didn't, I don't know who this chick is. I don't care. I don't even think, I don't know. Whatever. She's important. She's so big. I mean, she's a millionaire, so fuck me. But we're in this to get her. <laughs> she she sold the bathwater, right? That's kind of weird and culty in its own way. It's kind of witchy. Uh, this is just straight up full on, full blown, Crowleyistic blood magic shit. Straight up. Uh, here uh, and then here, here's Tony on the. I this is this was done through a, uh, a sponsorship of a certain company, and so of course I I ed- egged them out because we're not going to fucking advertise their bullshit on this program. Uh, yeah, hit me with that clip. Hey, what's up? I'm Tony Hawk, and I recently became an ambassador for. Apparently, I didn't read the fine print, and now. Officially owns my soul and my <laughs> blood too. I don't know. It's very confusing. They're taking my blood, and we're going to use it for skateboard graphics. So they're going to mix my blood into the paint and do a limited run of skateboards using my real blood in the graphics. But some of the profits will go towards killing plastic pollution and to building skate parks in underserved communities. Yeah. So I guess go to com to get skateboards with my blood in it. So wait, if you have my blood, that means you have my DNA. That is very Satan-y. I think that it does barely self-explanatory. <laughs> Only through blood magic can we save the planet. That's the weirdest shit I've heard all day. Well, I might remind everybody that uh, Kiss put their blood in comic books way back in the 70s. So this is not like, I wouldn't say treading It's not super- groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah, but it's the weirdest thing I've heard today. Well, I think, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. 
Average day. Also, wouldn't you just scrape off all of the paint on the underside of the board? Isn't that how that would work? I feel, well, I feel like if you grind shit, it would just shoo it away, right? Yeah, if, if people people aren't going to skate with this, I wouldn't think. You know. Do we have a lavish still? Oh, I had to pause the recording. Well, oh my god, was I out the whole time? I was <laughs> muted this whole time. I don't know why I was muted. I was talking this whole time, and I was just like, oh, yeah, great. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with me? Um, Do we miss how long have good? I, how long have I been out? How long have I been yeah. out? What day is it? Um, so anyway, what, what were we talking about? We're talking about, so this guy, yeah, so the blood, if you're like a Saudi Arabian the blood guy, of yeah. Jesus. You can buy the board and you can like do kickflips on it and show it off. Be like, yeah, I'm going to fuck this thing up. But otherwise, there were only a hundred of these boards made. And, um, the, it's so they're, they're huge collector's items that, you know, they were sold for a ton of money. And as you can hear, the, the, this whole message that he just gave was through this company. I'm not going to say who they are. Their official, YouTube page, the YouTube page. God damn, I can't stop. I got to find cooler ways to call things other things because PooTube, it just doesn't work. Sounds, what about sounds, boob tube? Boob tube. But boob tube's way cool. Uh, boob anyway, you know what TV I'm was. Oh, It's through their true. official channel. What's that? I said a, bo- a boob tube is what a TV always was. Yeah, yeah. This is true. Yeah, we got to find it's It's a it's a crude tube. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so this is their official thing, and you can hear like the the weird music. You can hear the you can hear the tinkling and the and you can hear the the chandelier that's hanging from the from the from the ceiling. And oh, it's so creepy! And it's like, yeah, you give it a. And it's definitely not anything new. That's what I was saying. Was that it, yeah? Kiss has done it. People have done it before, but it's just weird coming from Tony Hawk one and two. The advertising. Just it's just it seems like a weird like even the whole commercial is him being like yeah I didn't I didn't read my contract I don't know what I'm doing as if like he isn't into the idea is is definitely how they're presenting it at least in the ad maybe they're just being funny I would imagine he knew exactly what he was doing because he's really a very smart guy and he probably you know he probably understood that he what he was getting into when he was doing this I would imagine I would hope. I'm sure that guy uh, knows how to read a contract. He does. He's he's a Mensa certified genius. He's a very very smart guy. Um, and he's if anybody doesn't know who Tony Hawk is, he should. He's he's the fucking Elvis Presley of skateboarding. He, there there is skateboarding before Tony Hawk, and then there's skateboarding after Tony Hawk. I think he's the first, arguably soon to be. First billionaire skateboarder. Yeah, very likely. If he's not already, I don't know. He's he, If anybody in skateboarding were to accomplish it, it would be him, and I guarantee he's, he's on his way. He's, he's easily the most famous skateboarder in the world, and for people of a certain age, he's, he's a, a god. He's, you know, people grew up with him and all that stuff. He's a, he's a public personality. And... Um, it's just such a weird move from him to do this. And in in the video, they show I mean they show him he's sitting in a in a half pipe getting the needle, right? Like they're doing this at a skate park. Probably at his skate park. 
And they go in there and they, they put the needle in and then they throw the blood in the paint and they stir it up. And, uh, and then they, th- they throw it on the deck and they made a hundred decks and they sold them out. And it's just fun. I just love it. It's, it's cool. Like you said, Kiss has done it. Uh, I mean, you know, one day I'm sure we'll, we'll probably sell our blood, Booberry, uh, for, for something. You know, please help us. Or we semen. Need, or semen. <laughs> or brain, uh, juice or bone marrow. You just keep spinal fluid. Gave me a couple of different ideas for different moonshine flavors. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to have a spinal tap fluid moonshine. <laughs> it's kind of tart. Yes. I kind of get the nervous jitters when I drink it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was fun. What a weird guy, huh? But that's skateboarding, I suppose. Yeah. Man, I think it's cool. I was always a Dwayne Peters. Mm fan you know and tony hawk was kind of like the guy that ended Dwayne peter's career and sent him into a, a life of meth yeah. <laughs> god damn holy to shit see, see tony hawk you know doing some edgy shit tony hawk banished him to the nether realm <laughs> yeah holy hell that's funny hey you know it's it's a fate for a lot of uh nah, i get it uh, how much was he charging for the board? Oh, I don't know. It, the article I show that I saw and the articles I could find, they didn't they didn't say. But I would bet they auctioned them. Probably that would probably you know, if they were raising money for a charity. Uh, yeah, I would assume they that they would auction them off for the most amount. Yeah, they referenced. What did you reference? I think in the clip he says like some environmentalist effort, and then building skate parks in poor neighborhoods. I think is what it was designated for. This charity money. It uh, looks like five hundred dollars. Five hundred bucks a board. Yeah, that seems cheap. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. I feel like they, these could go for like a couple. I bet you Dwayne grand. Peters' board in mint condition goes for more than five hundred bucks. Yeah. Probably. And it might have his blood on it, too. Who knows? <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of them that do. If they're in mint condition, they will they won't have the blood. But the good ones, the ones that they've used, they'll definitely have blood. And I found a picture of him getting the blood drawn at the skate park. He just looks not into it. Dude, he looks, I swear to God, the whole vibe just seems like, do I really got to do this? And then they show him how much money. And it's also for charity. They probably pulled that move on him. Come on, Tony. It's for charity. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to build skate parks, Tony? Don't you want to help the children, Tony? He's fucking people. I wonder, is his liquid death canister open? Uh, oh, yeah. They're drinking. And it's everywhere, too. Okay. I don't want to I don't want to promote it too much. But, yeah. I mean, when I see a product like this that just enters the market like a cannonball and it and all of a sudden it's everywhere. I have to suspect that it's probably the invention of some crafty executive over at either Coke or Pepsi who's just like, oh yeah, we're gonna I'm we're sure. gonna make this thing and then we're gonna fucking promote it as whatever and it's gonna be the new whatever. Who cares? Maybe it was a company that already existed, they'll buy it up and then they'll go, Okay, this is our current flagship twenty twenty one sparkling mineral water product. And so we're going to just put it everywhere. We're going to put it in every fucking stadium, 
and and we're going to flood the TV and the internet and we're going to fucking advertise the shit out of this thing. And that's what they do all the time. Whenever something just comes out of nowhere and all of a sudden rules the world, you have to assume that nine times out of ten, it was probably put there in place by the people who already run the world. So, yeah. And these guys definitely. They got the stink of, of one of the big two on them. Actually, let me find out. I heard that's a local brewery. Just kidding. I don't know. It could be. I mean, <laughs> I could be totally fucking wrong. Yeah. You know, they're, in this thing, they're like, oh, it's a small company. You know, by $1.6 million. Like, Whatever, dude. Oh, previously worked as a Netflix creative director. Is the guy who founded this, this company. And as we've addressed before, Netflix has deep ties to... Big Mike. Big Mike. That's right. Who's Big Mike? Oh, you're Big... Wait, Michelle what? Obama. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Michael Michael Bomber, <laughs> as he was known in his maiden name. <laughs> uh, I'm sure y'all have seen um, Big Mike dancing with Ellen. <laughs> uh, you know, somehow somehow I missed out on this. Oh, my God. Is this is the birthday? Just swinging. It's great. Oh, yeah. She's packing just, some heat. Yeah, just look up, uh, uh, you know, Michelle Obama dancing with Ellen. Oh. Big Mike's wearing some white pants, and the dick is swinging. Why Why would she do that? Why would he do that? We have detailed files. We've got a couple pics of, uh, we got a couple of gifs of, of Mike swinging it around. <laughs> I mean, they got to do it, you know, just to flaunt it. You know? They're literally swinging their dicks around. In our faces. Yes. Literally. Yep. You understand? The first lady. <laughs> the pre- ex-first lady. Previous first lady. Former first lady. Whatever the, the official deal. Anyway, uh, what else we got? Uh, I Oh, I pulled some more clips. The, the, the norm thing. The intro for the show this that, that we just listened to, uh, the intro for the show today, that is a clip from Norm MacDonald hosting the um, the White House press conference dinner, uh, the uh, whatever it is, the big press dinner that they have. And this was, I think, in 96 or 97. And I guess Norm at the time was like, I, I forgot. I mean, I, at the time, I guess he was pretty famous. I didn't know he was so famous that he uh, would get invited to do something like this. But it's one of my favorite bits because he's so on the level and he's so perfect for the engagement. And uh, I, I pulled just a couple like rando bits from it that we can play. We don't have to play all of them, but just we can sprinkle them throughout. I don't know. But you can just pick any one of those Norm clips and go for it. They're all only about a minute. Before I sip this coffee, actually, sir, how much is it? How much, how much would a cup of coffee cost in a place like this? Nothing for you. Nothing, it's free? Okay, great. I didn't want to get, you know, I didn't want to see $90,000 on my bill later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And of course, there are some important Damn, uh, all Washington just figures who couldn't be here tonight. Uh, <laughs> Vice President Al Gore is not here. Unfortunately, he uh, he broke down and they had to leave him in the shop overnight. But uh, 
They say it'll be all right later. Something wrong with the voice boxers. I don't know what it was. <laughs> can, can you hear me? He does a great uh, joke on Greenspan. Can you hear me with the Norm Greenspan? <laughs> uh, I have to say, though, you know, this is an incredible thing for me. You know, I'm just a punk, you know, and yet here I am. You know, I can't believe I'm speaking in a room. I'm standing in a room here with the most powerful man in the country, Alan Greenspan, you know, and I, it's a little amazing to me. It's a little, you know, of course, that's a big story in here uh, in Washington is the, the recent marriage between NBC's Andrea Mitchell and Alan Greenspan, who is 71 years old. And this is sweet, you know, I didn't know this. They wrote their own vows, you know. She, uh, she promised to love, honor, and speak into his good ear. So that was... Kind of sweet, you know. The the newlyweds are going to spend their honeymoon in Mexico, and I thought this was sweet. Uh, as a gift to his new bride, uh, Alan Greenspan just devalued the peso so that they'll. That'll be nice. <laughs> Oh man. I love Norm. God damn, I love Norm too. Uh we lost a great uh we we haven't actually said on the on the stream officially, but the great Norm McDonald passed away at the age of sixty one. Uh unexpectedly. And he was he was a giant. And man, did he leave behind a really great body of work. There's a lot of great material. He was an old school comic. He he like he was like a Don Rickles type or a, uh I like that just, comparison. Yeah. You know, he, sure. he 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 wished he was like Don Rickles or a Dangerfield where he could come in and just blast like these little bits. He could just pull out zingers or one-liners. But he was such a like talky chatty guy that he really couldn't manage pulling one-liners too much because he just wanted to blather and he wanted to like he 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 was he, he his his stand-up bits are like epics. They're they're like complex and layered, and there's different shit going on. And 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 he was too smart to be a Rickles or and not to say that they were dumb, but he just had a different kind of intellect than those guys. He couldn't help himself, and uh, he he was just such a dynamic guy in that way that he really wanted to be this classic comedian, but he was very much a man of his own time. And and a man ahead of his time as well, and so I wanted to give him props. Uh, good old Norm. And uh, Bowl after Bowl last Tuesday played a great bit of his from when he was a guest on The View. That is always <laughs> worth a watch. He's like in a fucking sweater, like he's like in a hoodie or something. He goes on the on The View in a hoodie. <laughs> Get someone to prank call him on his cell phone there. <laughs> So great. He was the best liar. You know what I mean? That guy could just lie his ass off. I like Just look you dead in the eye and smile. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's another dude that uh, 
I kind of get the same vibe, and that's Theo Vaughn. Although I'd say Theo gets a little more outlandish in his storytelling. But uh, hmm. I would say that he's someone that can pull off that, like, I'm going to create this universe here for you, and then it's just going to be gone. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Won't ever come back after this. Adrian, I just texted you a, a Norm McDonald welding joke. Um, and it, that was just the quickest, easiest way I could send it to you. I did don't you, know if you, did I you texted the, it to your phone. Did you try the chat room? <laughs> yeah, man, no. Oh, the chat. The chat. Well, it's a different way. Hold on. Man, that makes me do work. On. Hold on. Hey. I got you. You got it? I think so. Here we go. So it's a guy, a pedophile, is driving in a car. And a pedophile. Kid, and the kid is going through a dumpster, and the kid finds a welding uh, hat. A lot of things uh, happen in this joke, coincidentally. Right. He finds a welding uh, uh, mask, and the kid puts on the welding mask, and he's running around having fun with the welding mask. And the pedophile goes, you want to drive, kid? The kid goes, sure. So the kid gets in, and the, and the pedophile says to the kid who's wearing this welding mask, he says, uh, would you like, uh, do you like to get your cock sucked? And the kid goes, oh, no, no, what? No. <laughs> And uh, he says, do you, do, you, do you want to suck a cock, uh, suck my cock? Oh, no, no, no. Well, how about would you like to uh, get my big juicy cock shoved up your hot ass? <laughs> so finally the kid goes, oh, I understand. No, 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 no. I'm not actually a welder. Right. <laughs> Sitting there with Bob Saget watching him fucking squirm. <laughs> oh, oh god. To make Bob Saget squirm too. Yeah. Give me a break. Not actually a welder. <laughs> How'd you like to have a nice greasy hot cock shoved up your No, no, I don't no, thank you, no. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Rickles or Dangerfield could not pull off that joke. They, they, they could never pull off that joke in a million years. No way. He's, he is such a, his own unique self. Yeah. And that's what's crazy is just in like the last year, I've been really, Norm has been my go-to guy, kind of. <clears throat> oh, he, really? You can, you know, I go to, you can go to, uh, what is it, uh, Blue tube, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blue tube. Uh, whatever. Oh, and, um, hey, that works. I like and, that. Um, That's, that rolls off the tongue. Blue tube because it's blue check mark. That's what blue I mean. pill. Like blue check yeah. mark. Tube. Blue. Yeah. Yeah, blue blue pilled. There you go. Like Democrat. Right. Okay. Um, and um, it's easy to find good stuff. You know, he's got everything with him and Rodney Dangerfield. To, you know, mm. every other comedian. That's pretty cool, and he. It's a very cool way of just associating with um, comedians, you know, and relating to real world bullshit. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, he, I, he, I find him very entertaining because I'm, I'm, uh, I like low humor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the best humor. Yeah. Should I should I pick another one here? Yeah, yeah. Pick anyone you like. But of course, looking around the room, I also see many distinguished members of the Fourth Estate. Uh, I see Brian Gumbel is here, and uh, he just signed a multi-year contract, of course, with uh, CBS. And, uh, you know, he took some time off to be with his family after the Today Show. But, but Bryant, in his heart, you know, is a newsman. And, and after a few weeks, 
he realized, you know, that he missed the excitement and thrill that you can only get by making millions and millions of dollars. So... <laughs> And Dan Rather, of course, is here. He's a broadcast legend. I love Dan Rather, you know. I, uh, I uh, talked to him backstage, and it was a real thrill for him, you know. And uh, he was just, he was so excited to be here, you know. I was, I was backstage with him. I've never seen him so excited. At one time, at one moment, I remember he broke into a huge frozen smile. And it was... There it is again. There it is. Take a look. That's the huge frozen smile I'm done. <laughs> but as Mr. Harledge knows, of course, TV has become a very uh, tough game. You've got to stay competitive, you know. Uh, as we all know, ABC's Good Morning America is in a little turmoil, you know, a little trouble, a little rating trouble. And uh, they're considering a lot of ways now, you know, to, uh, to boost the ratings. And uh, I don't know, I think they're getting a little desperate. I, I heard that next week Charles Gibson will announce he's a lesbian. I mean, is that, is that going to help anything? Ahead of his time. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> Ahead of his time. Wow. Nobody's talking about No one about wants it. to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> he was right. Yep. Come on now. Let's see, which other ones did we get here? Oh, you, you hit me with the lower. Oh. But, uh, no, I'm a little nervous, you know. I mean, who the hell am I? But uh, it's been great to be in Washington, I can tell you that, man. Oh, my God, I, uh, I had a lovely stay here so far. I've been sightseeing, you know. And uh, In fact, I stopped at a museum. This is probably interesting to you guys. They have this news museum now. Have you seen this? It's a museum that's dedicated to broadcast journalism, and they have all sorts of, you know, tributes to, to Edward R. Murrow and such, you know. And uh, they have this one fascinating place. It's a, a kind of an interactive display. And visitors... What they can do is they can appear on camera and pretend that they are real journalists, you know. So far, it's been visited 20 times by Matt Lauer. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the rumors go way back, don't they? I guess he's a legend, too. I didn't know. You got... <clears throat> Murrow, Severide, Edwards, and Lauer. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You shouldn't have Matt Lauer back then. It's yeah. It's incredible how long it, Matt Lauer has did all, like, he got in trouble, right? But he was the man then. This is in 96. Everybody knew it then, you know, and it's been going on forever, and everybody's been putting up with it. Hey, know. with Clinton himself in office, Clinton's sitting there in a cast. Bitches uh, everywhere. Probably broke his leg. Fucking people, you know. Really broke it, eating pussy. <laughs> oh gosh, sorry. Now we're actually going to get kicked off the air, you know. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, hit me with the is he is he uh, watching? <laughs> no. But look, the president, you know, has come under a lot of fire for raising money. But you know, you know, he's good at he's good at raising money. That's not a bad thing. Every president's done it. It's just the president Clinton is very, very, very good at it. <laughs> Do you know he has organized in the past year over 100 fundraising dinners and over 200 fundraising midnight snacks? Did you know that? <laughs> is he laughing? Is he... <laughs> is he... 
It's funny because it's true. No, but President, Mr. President, seriously, you know, I know you've had to work through a lot of distractions in doing the business of running this country, and I, I just want to say, you know, that I implore you, stay focused and, and do the job, and, and try to remember, you know, that, that Rome was not built in a day, you know? I mean, just ask Strom Thurmond, he'll tell you. It's, it was not built in a day. It was, he's an old fella, you know, folks. He, how would you not know that? Uh, oh, I have an announcement to read. I almost forgot I was supposed to... I was told to make this announcement. Uh, table 10, wherever you are, table 10. We're sorry your waitress hasn't been there in a while. Uh, Larry King just married her. So... <laughs> so... <laughs> no, you got... Murrow, Severide, Edwards, and Lauer. Oh, all right. I must have ended this wrong. <laughs> Whatever. That's it. Yeah, I was I was blessed through him. Uh, <laughs> he's got all the greats in there, Larry. I don't think Trump was in there though. No Trump, not yet. He was in the second room, you know. Hmm. Wait. Uh. What What do you mean? Oh, as was, far as like at, at the dinner or whatever. Well, he, he, he was, was one of the capitalists. He wasn't one of the. But wasn't he at know. the press correspondence dinner where Obama made fun of him? And he and that's like the moment where people say that he decided to really become president or run for president. Was uh, that that's what I've heard. Yeah, it was at the twenty twelve or twenty eleven correspondence dinner, or twenty ten maybe even. No, it was 2011 or 2012, I thought. But he was at that. He was at, and why would why would he go to that? Why would you go to a press correspondence dinner? Well, he's a, you know, billionaire capitalist, land developer in New York. He's got quite the pull. He's been donating yeah. to political campaigns, I'm sure, on both sides of the aisle for decades. You know, yeah, that's what I meant the by game. him being in the second room. When I was saying he's in the second right. room, it's like in '96 he was still. Just like giving money and going to parties, he wasn't actually in the room yet. The main room, he's 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 out and back. I don't know. He might he might have could have been, you know. That's uh, that correspondence dinner was 2016. 2016, 2016, 2012, 2016. God, I get my shit like so. He was a two-term president. I forget. 2008 was when he was elected. Okay, so 2016. So it was last year. Man, conveniently look pisses at- him off. And look at all the shit Trump did in four short years. He exposed the GOP to be the extreme frauds that they are, the liars and whores and scum of the fucking earth that they are. It's so easy to see now just because of him. Whether he's Mm -hmm. good or bad, whatever, he exposed it, and there's no way any of them can hide from it. That's probably the best thing that I think came out of Trump. You know, mm. that and look at the media now. Trump got had more paid more of a cost for walking across a completely spray painted and dilapidated um, White House and, and, you know, burnout church across the street from it to do a photo op with a Bible. than Joe Biden's going to get for bombing seven children. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know? that, that was a thing. Or for putting uh, the the country in the police state that everybody said Trump was going to put us in, 
dude. He, yeah. We are, we are in a, I mean, not everywhere, but at least where I live, it is like borderline police state. At this it's going to get worse. It's got it's to gonna get worse. The vaccines aren't going to work. The vaccines, you're looking at, look at the Pacific Northwest. It's going to blow up. They can't well, say they're the asking vaccine. for something impossible. A hundred percent's impossible. No shit. You know? I mean, damn. It's in the. It, you're. I think you're going to see the vaccinated are going to be the bigger um, problem. You know, you won't yeah. see it. In, it's just like in Israel. I'm hoping because I took the J and J that it's because of the mRNA vaccines. Well, oh, Pfizer man. just came out saying today that they believe that they have evidence showing that a smaller dose of their shot is safe for children 5 to 11 years old yeah, to they take. They can all go can fucking kill themselves, about, man. About their own fucking product. You know, Coca-Cola comes out and says, you know, Coke is actually really good for five-year-olds. Our, our scientists show. It's like, no shit we, you said that, you fucking If we asshole. give these children smaller cigarettes, yeah, they don't. their lungs are smaller. It's this just like smoking as an adult. Cigarettes, almost. I mean, it almost is because it's it's the sad thing is is it's rooted in the idea of public health. You you want people to be vaccinated with good shit against dangerous diseases, not with bad shit against fucking uh, bio lab weapon diseases that aren't being held accountable for the people who created them, yeah. etc. Goes on and on. There's a bigger matter at hand. People don't see the bigger picture. People don't understand this. A lot of moving parts to this thing, and it isn't just oh, sick, bad, get shot. But that's as far as people go, and people Take want back. to go. Yeah. Okay. So, or you have in order to come in here, you have to prove that you're vaccinated, and um, we're all going to wear masks while we're inside. Haven't y'all heard the word on the street though? Is it the word? Oh, that sounded like Grandpa Simpson's. Patience is wearing thin. Thanks, Joe. Our patience. God damn. Damn it. We better do something quick. The the sad, it's all seems to be in the, the main thing, the energy that's going on is, well, I have to do it, so you have to do it, too. We all have to do it, so you have to do it. And I fucking hate that logic. I fucking hate that logic. I've hated that my whole... Well, we all got to do it, so you got to do it, too. It's like, fuck you. Just because you're stupid and you fucking took the stupid bullshit, I have to... T- no. It's not how the world works. We have to protect it. the protected from the unprotected by you know, forcing oh, that, the unprotected to get protected by something that thin. doesn't protect the protected. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That means the Vex is working. That I know. means it works. That's what, oh my God, that's, you know, that's what my wife told me. That means it's working while I was sick as fuck. I'm like, oh, great. That's great. You know, 100% of the Mm -hmm. people that have taken this vaccine that I know have gotten some adverse side effect from from getting it. And I I hate to call it a vaccine because it's not even a vaccine. The Oxford Dictionary has a different definition for vaccine. It's the real definition. Didn't they just change it? They're trying to change it, but. I, I looked it up again, and, and it's still that way. The actual thing, def, okay, define here. If I, if I type it on the most generic thing, it is a substance that stimulates the production of antibodies to provide immunity against several diseases, causative agent of the disease. So it is it is intended to, to stimulate antibodies to fight the disease. So you, you get a weak version of the disease, 
that your body can easily kill, and then they are, in essence, able for the rest of your life to produce the antibodies to prevent you from getting the disease in any capacity in the future. That is what the vaccine, I thought, is is and was, and that's what it always was. All the stuff that we got for smallpox and, and for polio and for all that shit. I think that was all that kind of thing. And now this is a totally new deal. It's It has a completely different process, and they won't differentiate the two things. It all goes under this one term, which really is a very specific process. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that make vitamin D a vaccine? Um, what, pretend, well, hold on. Let me, can, if you don't mind, I want to jump in. Because yeah. when I got my my vaccine, I, I said, I want to see the insert. And they said, oh, we don't have any inserts. And I was like, you mean you brought them all here and you don't have any inserts? And then they're like, well, hold on. We have a fact sheet for it. But, and, but, and you can read it, but it's our only copy. And it was five or seven pages. And I took pictures of every page, you know, while I sat there for my 15 minutes. And, uh-huh. and here's just a couple of things, you know. Right off the bat, you know, it's like, you know, it starts off our emergency youth authorization of the Janssen COVID-19 vaccine, blah, blah, blah. And then the first sentence is you're offered it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the COVID-19 vaccine may prevent you from getting COVID-19. There is no U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved vaccine to prevent COVID-19. Oh, that's so nice to know. Um, and then it goes down a couple more sentences. The vac, the Janssen COVID-19 vaccine may not protect everyone. All right. And then it, it, it tells you what COVID-19 is again. And then it tells you again, the Janssen COVID-19 vaccine is an unapproved vaccine that may prevent COVID-19. There is no FDA approved vaccine to prevent COVID-19. The FDA has authorized the emergency use of Janssen, um, blah, 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 you know, and, and that shit just goes on and on and on. What yeah. the fuck is going He's, on? He even said, I think it was in February and I got to find the exact article, but he said, Fauci said that these things would a hundred percent protect you from hospitalization and from sickness. Well, and that's a lie. Complete lie. You know, but yeah, but you know, Fauci in his defense is like the the he is you he's know the has face. the devil's tongue you know, and he's able to be like, well, what I really what I said was, oh, of course, you know? <laughs> and and people are like, oh, okay, he doesn't even have to do that. People yeah. just things happen so quick, nobody remembers anything. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. there's too much shit. People zone out. They can't. They can't process. I mean, they don't want it. They don't have time. They're working. They got shit. They got kids. It's too much shit. You're it's absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And people yeah. don't want to know. People don't want to hear yeah, the bad shit. Yeah. They don't. It, bad stuff is bad. I want to watch monkeys dancing on children's heads on TikTok. To, Which is you know, fun. Yeah, I hear. Yeah. It, I yeah. But I'm so mad that all I want to do is watch riots and fucking australia yeah i'm like yeah beat the fuck out of the cops <laughs> Woo! millions of, of dead cops <laughs> cops throughout australia rude but that's a different story 
But man, again, we're circling back like Jen Sack um, is um, the the I'm the vaccine is going to create shutdowns. That's my prediction. I hope not. I mean, I hope not. But damn, why else is every why else do does everybody want more control? You know, and, and the only way we're going to get it in America is to threaten it. And it's going to be weird because we just got massive football games back and stuff. And it's just a weird thing going on, you know, and Democrats think they can go party and everything, but you know, yeah, communism know. doesn't want to have that either. It's, it's weird. Like it's like a God, it's like people with God complexes. Or something. But is that, is that like bread and circuses right now? Maybe, you know, just like, okay, let's, Let's get the Americans in the football stadiums beating each other wow. up in the parking lots for a year before we really stop that. fuck up. It's shooting fish in a barrel. People will go out and do what they've always done. They're going to, you know, they're going to party and do their thing. And every time somebody does it that they don't like, they're going to zoom in on it with a microscope and go, look at this. But if a half a million people go to Lollapalooza or Coachella, they aren't going to do that. They're going to throw that up on and go, oh, my God, look at all these people fucking and not wearing masks and bullshit. I mean, people have been fucking partying their asses off. People in Vegas, Vegas has been full for months, packed to the gills. And there aren't, like, bodies piling up in the streets from that. It, it no. doesn't make any fucking sense. Because all most shit everybody is shit just doesn't fucking make any sense. It's all most, rooted in, in madness and hysteria. Yes. Most everybody survives this bullshit too, you know. Everybody, everybody I know who's gotten a survive. I mean, some people die, but I guess friends of friends. But then the, yeah. everybody has just been classified as a COVID death, no matter what. If you get a PCR test, and which detects any coronavirus whatsoever in you, which everybody, of course, has coronaviruses in them because they're very common. Uh, you know, threat your life. You're going to get a, a flu or whatever, and you're going to get a coronavirus. And everybody has has shit in them. You take a little PCR test and go, oh, look at this, a little smidge of that. Okay, great. COVID death. Everything. COVID death. COVID death. It, it's it's an insincere way to, to mark death. It, it's, people can't... People don't even take this seriously. Yeah. Don't they fucking want people to do this the right way? If people are so concerned about this virus, could they make it less about themselves and more about having these people be accountable? For giving us the correct information and, and giving us the right fucking narrative that's trying the to The only us. way to come to a consensus is to have a free flow of information. There is no other way to do it. You mm. know? No. Um, and we don't have that now. By any means, it's not going to be allowed. And so you're going to, it creates the easy division of, you know, Black versus white, A versus B, whatever however you want to do it, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, whatever. You know, there's no, until we have a free flow of an uh, exchange of ideas and conversation, it'll, it'll never change. Can I read something that might bring peace of mind to y'all? Fine, whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah. The future of vaccines may look more like eating a salad than getting a shot in the arm. UC Riverside scientists are studying whether they can turn edible plants like lettuce into mRNA vaccine factories. Great. Where Where is this from? Where is this, this from? Is their what, what you, strategy. This is how they're going to get out of this mess. Where are you reading this from? University of California, Riverside. 
Interesting. <laughs> down in SoCal. Wow. So that's extraordinarily dangerous, but you know, yeah. Uh, one of the challenges with this new tech is that it must be kept cold to maintain its stability during transport and storage. Sounds uh, uh, like familiar territory. If this new project is successful, plant-based mRNA vaccines, which can be eaten, could overcome this challenge with the ability to be stored at room temperature. <laughs> Gross. Got a five hundred thousand dollar grant from the National Science Foundation, and, and uh, uh, it's the goals are threefold: showing that DNA containing the mRNA vaccines can be successfully delivered into the part of the cells, plant cells, where the, it will replicate, demonstrating the plants can produce enough mRNA to rival a traditional shot, and finally determining the right dosage. The, all right. So the thing I got out of that is they're saying they can be successfully delivered through food, blah, blah, blah. My question is, it's like, do they need to be? Well, that $500,000 doesn't sound like it's going to spend itself. That's yeah. right. <laughs> How am I going to buy this cup of coffee uh, at, the, at the press, press dinner? That's right. It's a $90,000 coffee. And they're all like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, that's true. You know, we we're fucking raping you all in the ass. And you <laughs> Enjoy it while you can, Norm, you silly fuck. We'll get fuck you, Norm. Fuck you. You're going to do what we tell you. Dude, fuck is Norm you. on the You're going to do what we tell now? you. Oh, my God. Rage, comma, the machine. We are testing this approach with spinach and lettuce and have long-term goals of people growing it in their own gardens. Farmers could eventually grow entire fields of it. Wow. Whole fields, you don't say. Yeah, they want to use the uh the If you will not take this out, then we will feed it to you. Oh, do I'm you gonna, like I'm salad, read that little article. man? Not to If you want to eat salad, little man, well, then you must take the vaccine salad. Mm, you sound remind me of my night with Klaus. My man yeah. Klaus, tonight's champion, <laughs> Klaus Schwab, the the <laughs> the champion of the four way orgy battle. Gross. <laughs> it would be him, him and uh, Hill Dog, I think. That would top. be a fuck to the death, right there. That would be quite a battle. What a battle <laughs> yeah, it would battle. be. <laughs> yeah, Klaus and Hillary, man. Holy shit. Finally, a worthy opponent. <laughs> <laughs> Either of y'all watch Dragon Ball, all I got in my head is the fucking beam struggle. Just both both of them ass blasting out, trying to ass blast the other. They'd ask blast each other for fucking four straight hours, and then they'd they'd stop puffing and puffing and be like, "That wasn't even my final form." <laughs> next time, next time on BTS Deathmatch. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna one day we'll be able to animate this. We're gonna hire. We're gonna hire some high end. Uh, Artist, porn artist, to draw us this uh, very disturbing and very sad thing. They'll probably stop drawing after they finish this work. Yeah. It's just like, I don't feel like doing art anymore. This is bad. People suck. People are awful. Yeah. It just uh, gave me a cool idea for another show bumper. 
I might have mm. to go back and pull that. Do we? Um, I I do have some Fauci related stuff. I get. I do got some quasi COVID related stuff, and then uh, two stories. I just want to blast through real quick. We don't really need to spend any time on them. Mm-hmm. Um, how would y'all feel about uh, uh, two voicemails, and then we hit some intermission? Sounds good to me. Do yeah. it. Do it. Do it. Here's our do first it. one. Do it. Do it. Do it. Help. Oh, no. Call her. Oh, no. Call her. No. Someone get her out of the trunk. What the fuck? No. No. Sounds like a cat at your window. <laughs> how about uh, How about this next one? This Disney princess is vaccinated. Holy shit. Got him. Got him. She is vaxxed and ready to blast. This Disney princess is vaccinated. Yeah, hell mama. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Damn, son. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> God damn. Groovy. <laughs> Groovy. That is very Satan-y. Sweet. <laughs> yes. We also would like to yeah, that's a good time to say you can you can uh get vaxxed. We, we don't care. Do whatever you want. Just stop fucking forcing me to do shit. No okay? shit. I don't give a fuck. I didn't want to take the vaccine and get sick for fucking my weekend. I didn't want to fucking. No, yeah. it's cool. Just do what you got to do. But I, I got fucked it, out of going to a concert this weekend because all the stores are sold out of this one test that they need, and I'm just like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, well, don't go back to these fucking venues, man. You well, know? fuck this venue. You know, and then I learned that down the street Weezer was playing at a completely like thing that was totally free of all of that shit, and I could have gone to that instead. So I gotta, I gotta start looking. Uh, I wasn't over there, and it was far away. Anyway, I just can't fucking stand it. This is just getting so irritating and so over the top. And it's yep. like, stop making it a political thing. It's about, a, it's a convenience thing. It's about living in a fucking police state. I drove a boat around the other day, and the fucking, I was, I had the the Coast Guard up my ass. I, I was, I up probably your ass. Dude, for fucking, I was in the water straight in straight transit for like four hours, and I got twice. Uh, uh, did the Coast Guard come up to me with machine guns and and all pointed at me, and we're like, "Hey, you got to fucking hang out five hundred feet back, dig, dig, dig over there." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." And then they follow me the whole way until I get out of range of whatever it is that they're guarding. It's just like Jesus Christ! It was a UFO. It was tankers. They're oh. they're fucking protecting basic cargo tankers. I've been watching a lot of X Files. Oh yeah, yeah. We got to get the X Files theme to hit off it. Anytime anyone says X Files, we have to play the X Files theme. Mm. Every single fucking time, without without exception. Um, <laughs> we'll look into that. <laughs> Put that in the mark. Hey, write that down. Hold on, let me tell my. Write it hey, down. Write that down. Somebody's got to write, write it down. down. Okay, you know, I, writing it down. Write I didn't write down. it down. And if I did write it down, I, I don't know what that would mean. 
Do, 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 do. Uh, it puts me to sleep, and then it takes me like a week to watch one episode. Oh, yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> and then I'm like, wow. It's not Aliens Molder. Oh, yes, it is. It was, it's been aliens every fucking time, Scully. Yep. Yeah, it's wake like, up, Scully. You fucking you bitch. God damn it, Scully. Ah! She's all... playing the queen right now. Oh, no, she's not she playing got the queen. Abducted. She's playing Thatcher. Did you the... see that? Jillian Anderson, she's playing uh, Margaret Thatcher in the, in the special. <laughs> oh. Like, I'll play someone old now since I fucked my face all up. Oh, she'll crush it, dog. She'll, she'll win yeah. a, one of these bullshit Emmys. Oh, did you know that SNL won the Emmy for best uh, uh, sketch comedy show? Yay! 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 Oh, give it to me. Oh, my God. I'm so proud of them. Uh, That was funnier than the last 10 years of SNL. Just that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, sorry. That's how easy it is to write comedy. Comedy. They should try it sometime. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, boobs. Oh, uh, we're looking for some more screamels because we emptied our bag out. This is now the time to do it. Actually, technically, you could do oh, it at any call. point during the show. Malachi, oh my god. He's got to hear your. He's got to hear your screams. Scream you just don't Malachi. understand how important it is to me. Mm, mm, he mm. needs it. Uh, this intermission runs twelve fifty six. Whoa, 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 the number, the number. It's, it's, oh. it's uh, you didn't even out. say the number. Uh, it's it's two. It's six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. Six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. You got to call and you got to scream for us, please, please, please. Can't believe six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. Gross, gross. I, I won't forget. It's it disgusting. Again. I know. <laughs> Pathetic one. Who <laughs> uh, starts this off? Oh, it's Silence is Sexy. Uh, I think the song was called 1984. <laughs>
details are coming back Painting over black They wake me and make me smile Yes, always tip the uh, stylist 15%. Listen, John, I've got to go. T Boone Pickens just walked in. <laughs> just joking. No, don't tip the owner of the salon. Sorry. I'd like a job, sir. I'm a photographer. Hmm. Coffee? Yes, sir. Can you bring Mr. Uh, Parker? Mr. Kimball, coffee. Mr. Jameson told me to give that to you. Thanks. So, listen, you'll have to excuse me. I have a lunch meeting with Cliff Huxtable at Four Seasons in 20 minutes. Listen. Have any witnesses or fingerprints? He was protecting that no, armor. Not really. Don't you know this? Listen, I just, I just want to help. Thank you. I'm Peter Parker. Hi, Pat Bateman. Nice to meet you. And now, this is a man that knows how to marry his cousin. Hello, children. Did you know that these four notes? are the same as these four notes. What will we do with this extremely cursed information? Something awful. Something truly, truly awful. Mothers is 
sus pastillas se curen la gripe, los resfriados y las doses. Las tiran energía también. Las super pastillas están disponibles en muchos colores, pero todos tienen más Son perfectos para los atléticos que juegan deportes. Tomas una super pastilla antes de correr y puedes correr por el mundo tres veces. ¡Uno! Cuatro de cada cinco doctores les recomiendan las superpastillas. Doctor Dre, Doctor J, Doctor House y Doctor Phil. Doctor Ramírez, el Doctor Quinto, no las recomienda. Paco, quien es de Panamá, tomaba las superpastillas por tres meses. Cuando yo tomaba las superpastillas, tenía más energía que un león. Efectos secundarios incluyen dolor de cabeza, dolor de diente, vomitando, visión mal y sacudidos. Si tienes un sacudido por más que una semana, llamas tu doctor enseguida. Muerte es improbable cuando está tomando las superpastillas. ¡Superpastillas! Cuando te las tomas, estás de buen humor y buen salud también. What really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? The fuck is that? Shit! I'm dying in this fucking country-ass fucked-up town. <laughs> Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pollen. Let's get the fuck out of this country, motherfucker. I can't see me. Doing your mom, doing your mom, you know we straight, we doing your mom, I did your mom in Reno, just to watch you cry, I said I do your mom, on Xbox is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. survive with it. And there is very grave danger 
that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its view to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight. excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has constricted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly-knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. It conducts the Cold War in short, with a wartime discipline no democracy would ever hope or wish to match. Nevertheless, every democracy recognizes the necessary restraints of national security. And the question remains whether those restraints need to be more strictly observed if we are to oppose this kind of attack as well as outright invasion. We now return to Behind the Scenes. Welcome back to episode 63 Behind the Schemes. It's the second, second half of show. I'm Booberry here again, and I hope I still have connection to Clean Feed. You most certainly do. What'd you think of the intermission this time, Malachi? Well, I peed a lot. Yeah, you did. I tried to look at the moon. But there's gray clouds up there, and um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got caught up watching that moon. Uh, yeah, that that is a really beautiful moon out there. That is really really nice. We got it outlined in a nice haze out here, and that thing is just fucking kicking ass. Everything is lit out there. Didn't <laughs> see much because of the cloud coverage. I'll I'll try after the show. See what I can find, man. Yeah, but here as well. Damn clouds. Uh, but uh, yeah, sorry. Behind the schemes. Second, second half of show. It is September 20th, 2021. And it is currently 920 specific here on the bereft, which means it's 1120 over there in the spectral. And it is uh, the spectral coast, <laughs> which is not a coast at all. <laughs> and then you've got the East Coast, which actually is a coast. Yeah. Being 1220. It's twelve twenty over there. It is midnight twenty in the it's late. We've got the alligators. 
Oh yeah, I got gators out there. Watch out for them. I uh there was a little bit of housekeeping that I should circle back on. Um I finally have all the parts to build a raspy blitz. It's oh ra- my gosh. I know. I'm I've never played with a raspberry pie before. I am like eighty percent confident I could figure it out. The other twenty percent is all just balls of, of steel. I like that. That's good. Those are, I like those numbers. Yeah, I like these odds. It's a powerful machine, and uh, yeah, let, let the folks know what it is we intend to do with it. We intend to set up a lightning node with it, and then that should fully integrate us. Although we, te- although we currently are a show that is streaming sats, that being satoshis, the smallest percentile of a Bitcoin, I think it's... One million Satoshis to one Bitcoin. Uh, One of the new protocols for podcasting 2.0 is to stream value to shows in real time. And uh, you can go to all sorts of new apps that support that value tag. uh, Newpodcastapps.com. Fountain.fm is one. Um, Podfriend, Breeze, Sphinx. We are in Sphinx. We have a tribe. Hit me up. We can get you that notification. You can go to tribes.sphinx.chat and hang out in there. And for uh, anyone who doesn't know, that's just a community of, of people on the, on the same platform that's kind of sharing on this idea and trying it out. And <clears throat> yeah, I think it's a great idea. Uh, it's fractions of a, I mean, you can go up to eight points of a decimal of a decimal point. Sorry. Eight points away from zero of a decimal point for, for Bitcoin. So you can send, a penny or two pennies uh, for, you know, I don't know how long, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour of your time. You send two pennies, three pennies and it's, and it's almost nothing, but it's, it's fun because it all adds up and it's just something. And and we get engaged in this very new thing, which has a lot of potential. And I think it could be something you see a lot more of in the future. We'll see. I don't, uh, I don't have an official timeline lined up when I hope to have this completed, because there's a ton of shit going on outside of that, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm I'm feeling uh, pretty confident about everything, and um, we'll keep you posted how it goes. At the very least, there's so many things, different things we could do with that pie. I I, I don't know all the things, but I know a couple of things. We got Turbo in the chat who says we could turn it into an IPFS server, and we could back up our show. We could turn it into an emulator, and we could play N64 games. We could do all kinds of things with that fucking piece of technology. So, Joe Biden's pie hole. Yeah, we are gonna shut it's our dusty. pie hole. And that's the good stuff. So yeah, it'll be cool. Uh, maybe it'll also be come in handy when we start uh, thinking about way, way down the line. We're gonna start talking about maybe some sort of video features or some visual element, and I'm sure that the pie will play into that in some some function. Hmm. So very exciting news. Very exciting news. Yes. Um, should I roll into the couple of stories that I got? Absolutely. Are y'all, y'all got any should we, interest? Should we do a second second, have a show, a BT or a smoke or a, a drink or something? Well, I, I'm all for it. I grabbed myself another road rash, which is rare for me to be drinking two beers on one show. Here we are. 
ciders. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to spread misinformation. Um, well, it's rare for me to drink Prosecco straight from the bottle, but here we are. <laughs> well, it's weird for me to drink uh, Basil Hayden's because I usually don't buy it, uh, but it was a gift, and it's delicious. And I recommend it's the it. good stuff. It's very good. It's very smooth. It's delicious. Um, and I've also have another Miller Lite, and um, oh. I've got this um, little bubble. Oh, it's empty. Hmm. Look at here. Okay. Yeah, I just hit this this BT. My I got the bomb yep. going. That's now I'm really gonna lose um, <coughs> my what was I talking about? Your scruples. Yeah. Or what are that? Huh? Your marbles. My train of cards. <laughs> Sorry, I've been I've been watching too many Joe Biden videos lately. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the thing, you know, the thing. So you know you you're know. gonna be falling up the stairs. <laughs> You know, but he is the leader that we need. Eighty-one million votes, everybody. Joe Biden, you know yeah. he won because the support he gets around. You know, anybody everywhere that would goes. be Trump, boy, everywhere he goes, mm-hmm. and every wherever Kamala is, just greeted with love and oh, and cheers and, and love support. But not Trump. Everywhere he goes, he isn't completely surrounded. Not to make this a Trump thing, but it's just funny to see the comparison. It's These guys, it's bad. It's, it's, it's sad. Is and what I'm, it is. I'm wondering. I haven't even watched. An, uh, I, I might click it on to the anyway. Canadian election here in a minute and see how many millions of votes um, Trudeau is going to win by. You know, probably a hundred million votes. I told we have you. a good authority, but oh, sorry, that'll be tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, yeah. we have. Oh, go go. I was going to say I I, I heard uh, Carolyn talking about it on tonight's talk story. Right, I was going to say we have it on good authority from some of our Canadian friends, uh, Car- Carolyn Blaney of the Hawk Story, and other folks in the Canadian community, the quote unquote so called Canadian community, who uh, who say that he's just going to be like emperor for life. He's just he's just shooting. Yeah, and, and and Dan Andrews in Australia is the same way, and fucking it might as well be Joe Biden here. Yeah, the fix is in. It's over. I I, I I'm willing to bet that um, the Democrats gain seats mm. at the midterm elections. Yeah. Yeah, you don't let a good crisis go to waste. No. This is the argument that I had last week with nine eleven, whether or not the fix is in or whether or not it was an inside job. What matters is what they did in, in reaction to it and what they continue to use it as. And it's all about just the conduct. It's all about the way that they they've used this to destroy our constitutional rights, destroy our way of living, destroy our economy, destroy everything, destroy our country, destroy our destroy, country from the inside. Destroy out. Western civilization and model it by a, Chinese social credit system that's basically fascist, fascistic yeah. in 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 reality, where you have a group of rulers and leaders that force all of the, you know, everybody below the upper middle class, or uh, to even the, I think the upper middle class will uh, be wiped out, and will only be a ruling class of the of elites, you know. The Federalists. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, really. Um, oh, I got crickets going. Yeah. I, and I mean, I... you know, you give, you give uh, ruling power to police and stuff like that, man, and watch what happens. Look at them in fucking Australia. Do you watch that? Those two motherfuckers knock that 70-year-old woman over and just mace her in the face. I'm sure you've seen that, right? No. Where was no? this? Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll send a link on. I'll find it here in a minute. Um, but, yeah, this last weekend in Australia, you know, there's like 200 cops rushing a bunch of press people, and there's a, like a, a, literally a 70-year-old woman that has a, a Australian flag around her and two giant cops come and fucking bum rush her physically seriously hardcore push her her head slams on the pavement and then two of them as she's laying down maybe unconscious spray her in the face with mace and she's all by herself there's no one else Jesus around Christ. it's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen and and then one of the cops goes running at the press like just with its face of rage you know get back blah. You know, and they're just indiscriminately spraying this fucking, you know, mace foam. Just stuff. murdering this woman aside from actually murdering her. They're just Dude. doing everything they can to her. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. And uh, you know, you know, it's like, okay, whose side are you on, police? It's clear, you know, you want <laughs> oh, power. You want to be. You're there to beat the fuck out of people. <sighs> no know? matter what, no matter and, who. And don't think that the cops in America aren't like that too. When given the chance, you know, whenever they're like, okay, well, the orders have come down from the top. This is what we got to do. What are they going to do? Looks like it's mm-hmm. time to protect and serve, boys. Yeah, uh, we're going to protect and serve the protection. fuck out of your asses. <laughs> yeah. It's it's insane what's going down in Australia, and it's it's a sad tale of what is very likely to come here. Nuremberg 2.0, baby. It's going to happen one day. And then this whole, I mean, they're using all this, this paper bag, this paper tiger shit, like the, uh, you know, the one six capital thing. They're just going to shove that down people's throats and treat it like it was this major, major event as if two years of people fucking destroying Seattle and Portland and Minneapolis and other cities just doesn't matter. All of that violence, all of that vandalism, all of that destruction all of that doesn't matter. All of uh, that was mostly peaceful, though. And, and, and you know, see, here's, I think, <laughs> the greatest source of information that I think a lot of people don't have, and it's what you mentioned earlier, which is the live feeds. You get yeah. to actually watch in real time people who are at the event, and you get to have a real, actual, interactive experience you're there and you don't have to watch it through the news you don't have to see anyone edit it or clip this or clip that you're actually watching the actual thing and people don't realize that this is actually something you can do i did this with the with what i was talking about these these seattle things and all that shit and it's it's crazy anyway we're, we're talking about booberry here booberry you, you have some stories i'm sorry we got into a little bit of a tirade here would you like to guess the next Entity to create their very own NFTs? Their very own NFTs. The non-fungible turds? Yes. This is this is correct. Oh my goodness. 
for anyone who doesn't know, NFTs are uh, JPEGs that you can sell, I think. And music. Uh, it, pretty much any file. It's a non-fungible token, a digital asset that uses blockchain, blockchain technology. Blockchain. That was a good slip. Blockchain. <laughs> blockchain. Blockchain. They are like digital trading cards that verifiably guarantee fan ownership and ensure that only a limited number of each will ever be created. And the group that has created their very own set of NFTs is none other than the galactic scum dogs themselves. War. <laughs> War is selling. Yes, indeed. Your, your favorite, your favorite band. I was looking at some of the uh, fan groups online and there were so many comments. What's an NFT? And then the other half was like, well, I don't know, but I bought it anyways. <laughs> I just want to say that that's a lot of capitalized letters to look at. Guar NFTs, G-W-A-R NFTs. You're <laughs> yeah. looking at it and you're like, did somebody just uh, punch their keyboard or something? What, is, what am I looking at here? Uh, if you were out of the loop. Two of them are already sold out. The one that sold at $40, a slave of Guar featuring Gorgor. Uh, I'm blanking on the, um, the two slaves names at the moment. And then the $250 one, the scum dog legionnaire is also sold out. And, uh, <laughs> and whatever, I'll get it. Yeah. People, people are into it. I suppose it sold out within a day. With the latter two, I'm not sure how many of the $20 Bohab for life are left, but uh, there's 250 of them, so you still got time. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, and I don't know. I'm not even I'm not <laughs> even really feeling one. the art for these. I just, meh. Nah, nah. I'd rather buy an album. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well, some people just want to be big fans and have all the shit. I, you know, I've got the NFT. What's the voice? You do a voice, uh, Booberry, where I've heard this. This is a voice that you do sometimes, and it's like the the punter at a metal show voice. I want to. I want to get a. This is a voice you do. It's it's really great. <laughs> oh shit. Shit, and you're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to get to the spot, gonna, but it's that. <clears throat> What does, what does punter mean? You know what? A punter is like, uh, you know, a uh, someone who attends a, sh- a show, a concert. Someone in the crowd. A paying customer. Punter. <laughs> it's an old rock and roll term. You, you, you have not heard it before? I guess not. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's definitely an old rock and roll term. Like when Zeppelin would come to town, that's what they would call the people in the crowd, punters. Because <laughs> uh, that was, and then if you went backstage, then you weren't a punter anymore. You, you were, you were a punter, and now you're something else. But anyway, a little inside baseball on behind yeah, the scenes. I'll have to point shows. that out next time so I can lock it in. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, I've had enough of that one. We now return to Behind the Schemes with Booberry. <laughs> Austrian man mummifies dead mother to keep receiving her social security. A <laughs> uh, tale as old as time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember mummifying my first mother. 
Uh, police in Austria found a kid who mummified his mom to keep her social security rolling in. And by kid, I mean a 66-year-old man. He kept that shit locked up in the basement, and the mother had died uh, last June at the age of, uh, age of 89. And he ended up collecting about 50,000 pounds, which equates to around $59,000. Looks like 50 Where, bucks. Where's Hazel? Uh, she's asleep. <laughs> she's downstairs. She, yeah, she's she hanging out. She's taking a little How's nap. How's Hazel there. doing? She's fine. Yeah, she can't make the pot like this tonight, ladies. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. The autopsy found no suspicious cause, and he was charged with benefit fraud and hiding a dead body. Quote: <laughs> Damn. The man said he froze his mother's body using ice packs to prevent any smell and wrapped her in bandages to soak up any bodily fluids, the AFP news agency reports. Uh, he ended up covering the body in cat litter, and it mummified. <sighs> Boy. You know it comes after uh, cat litter, right? Cats? <laughs> Mummy dick. Oh, it was right there in my face. Uh, when the man's brother came to see their mother, the dude, the child, the son, the old man, uh, he would tell him that she was in the hospital. It was only when a new postman asked to see the recipient of the benefits he was delivering that the story started to unravel. Uh, and then the postman snitched to the cops when they came and they came searching the property over. Would mm. one of y'all mind doing that to me? When it comes time, uh, it's gonna have to be you, Lavish. Sorry, I'm what? To pass on that one. I Sorry, you guys are old pals. Well, we, yeah, we are, but you know, they all have a good rapport, and you know, I think it's just better that way. Oh <laughs> man, what if you did? I, I, I'm custody. like further too and shit. Like I'm way the fuck. No, I mean, all right. Sure, Sorry, I'll man, you were too slow. I those guys. I just assumed you were gonna do it. I didn't uh, realize. Uh, Sucker. I guess. Well, here's the thing. Now that it's in my court, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna cover you in cat litter. I'm gonna give you what you deserve. A Viking burial. I was gonna, gonna say you're gonna torch me and fire me out of a six pounder cannon. Well, what you deserve. What we all deserve is to be fed to the dogs, but. Uh, out of a cannon is good. Out of a cannon is pretty good, though. I like that. Um, but the problem is, is that that's a massive mess. Like, I'd have to fire you into something that, like the ocean or something. And like, okay, I'll just let your parts float around for a couple months. I think you should fire me into a theme park. Oh. That would be pretty fun. I think we should, like... Use you as a theme park. A like put your Jesus. bones in the in the rides of the theme park and have you live as a theme park. Dude, what if you just painted Antifa down the side of the cannon and then you could roll it up right to the door of Chuck E. Cheese's, knock on it, fucking as soon as they open, boom! Look, man. If They'd you're be like, okay, it's cool. It was Antifa. Black Lives Matter. It's cool. We, we don't want to seem like fascist or anything. Boobs, we talked about this. You got to keep the million dollar ideas off the air. If you oh. get something that's fucking gold like that, you can't spout it off because now someone else is going to do that and we got fucked. We fucked up. It's a genius idea. Paint Antifa on the cannon. 
Nobody will do anything to us. They'll probably no drop way. off a fucking thing of bricks next to us. Oh, is this yours? <laughs> oh, where do these bricks come from? <laughs> oh, look, me, sir, are you looking for some bricks? Oh, look, there's JCD, and what does he see? There's something spooky going around these here parts. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, capital S spook here, guy. No deal. No fucking deal. I don't like it. I don't like this one bit. And I love it. I'm saying that just for, you know. We'll talk. We'll talk about this canon idea further. This We'll talk to uh, Bob. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back. Um, I know a guy. I know a canon guy. So. Hashtag me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Did Next you, level. Did y'all catch last year people discussing what Fauci's last name meant? Are you all familiar with this? I thought I saw something on InfoWars, maybe talking about this. But I didn't, I, it was just like a headline. I didn't read it. I is it like, uh, is it a, uh, is it some Italian or something? Uh, it is. It uh, turns out both of y'all are very much correct. And so over time, I really became somewhat of a history buff. But I've also been fascinated with people's family names, their last names, because there's mm-hmm. always so much history in that. And yesterday, I was sitting there thinking about how horrible Anthony Fauci is and all the terrible things he did back in the 1980s, covering up what was happening with HIV and blocking good drugs that were treating people almost 100% effectiveness while giving people things like AZT that actually killed them. Uh, that's why Magic Johnson got on AZT at Fauci's recommendation and got off of it because it almost killed him and he's alive today. And so many others listened to Fauci and died. He was the one that did that. And how he recommended rendezvous with the communist Chinese government a year and a half ago, and it killed 50 plus percent of the people uh, that took it with organ failure, mainly the kidneys. So I was thinking, man, I wonder what his family name means. Cause usually that's associated with the type of family you were and, Traits that kept showing up in families or the type of jobs you did. This is your last chance to get your guesses in. Okay. Uh, three guesses. Go for it, man. Oh, I have to go for it? Yeah, do it. Fuck. What is it? The, what the letters mean? What the, what the original etymology of the name is. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm at a loss here. I'm just, yeah. Lavish, you got any input? So Fauci, Fauci, uh, Fauci. Um, he's like, is he like a fucking uh, vampire from fucking Transylvania or so something? So with family names, I think it really boils down to, like like you said, it's a profession. So a lot of names that we know like in, in English, like Porter or Smith or whatever, those, are, those names are all derived from actual occupations that people had in, in the Middle Ages. Right, and then you've got that, and then you've got where they're actually from, the regions that they're from, the the, the locations, you know, the the counties or the towns, and that's where my last name is. Is my my last name comes from a, a region, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's weird. I, those are the two main things. So, oh gosh, here we go. We got. I think we got a spoiler in the chat. Yeah, Servo totally chat. fucking spoiled well, that shit. I'll let I'll let Booberry <laughs> go in. I won't I won't spoil it. So Booberry, you go ahead. So I looked up the Fauci family name. 
And guess what the Fauci family name means? It means the sickle. You know what the Grim Reaper carries? And I went, you know, that's funny. <laughs> I studied the 14th century Black Plague, read four or five books of it over the years, watched documentaries about it. It's very fascinating. Changed the whole course of our civilization. And there are groups of globalists that want to create a new plague, they believe, that will wipe out most of the people and create a new renaissance. So I thought, let me look up the Fauci family from Italy. Let me look up Fauci's background, because memory was telling me that the Grim Reaper with a sickle came out of Italy in the 14th century and then spread around Europe and then to Russia and other parts of the world. And sure enough, I looked it up. The Grim Reaper with his sickle comes from the 14th century, the Black Plague in Italy, from actually the same region that Fauci's from. And people with the name Sickle were then associated with death and the Grim Reaper. So I've likened him to the angel of death. That was Joseph Mengele in World War II that ran the Nazi eugenics program for the Rockefellers and IBM uh, that tortured thousands to death himself, but also gave the directives that then killed millions in horrible deaths. The IBM uh, numbers were put on the Jews' arms and others that was put into the primitive punch card computers to decide who would live and who would die and you know, how long you'd be allowed to live. And then you see Fauci carrying on uh, the Angel of Death's program. Really, he's kind of his protege spiritually uh, now today. And then to know his name means the sickle and is associated in Italy with the Grim Reaper and death. Cuts off weird there. Wow. That's yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. So this guy... He comes from, I mean, what, what AJ is insinuating here is that, and I'll put this in like a Christian context, Fauci comes from the Jerusalem of the Church of the Bubonic Plague. This guy, like, was born, his, his, his heritage comes from the place where the plague got its start, really was its worst, and uh, like in Rome, obviously, it was very bad. It's probably one of the places where it was the worst, right? By proxy, by default. And then you've got just the township and everything and the sickle and the image. And people take for granted how much um, Middle Age and Renaissance Italian culture has influenced Western society. People take things like, like for example, Commedia dell'arte, which really is the, it's like the foundation of all of Western comedy as we know it today. And that is completely taken for granted. I mean, nobody is taught that in schools. Nobody really knows much about that sort of thing. And this is like, this totally ties into that. There's a really deep culture going back. That's that's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> it ties into that, all of that shit. That is really incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's in uh, wow. a cursory check over at uh, the Book of Knowledge. Backs it up. Just, uh, Disturbing. Well, I don't know least. if I'm more <clears throat> upset about Fauci creating the virus in the lab or creating the vaccine that I was forced to take. Uh, I don't know which one's more dangerous, the vaccine or the virus. Uh, yeah, two sides of the same coin to me. Yeah, but now, well, you know, at least today I've survived the vaccine. Uh, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, uh, and, and take that as a as a win for today. Until you know, but I did notice that um, right after I took the injections, my friends 
cousin or my cousin's friend's balls swelled up. You know? <laughs> and that was weird, man. Yeah. At the exact same time. Did you get a picture? <laughs> Hopefully it's in a TikTok. Yeah. I'll DM it. I'll DM DM it. Yeah, text me that picture. <laughs> I'll uh I'll blurry it up and I'll throw it on the uh yeah. in the notes. Hey, I mean no agenda did read that uh that note from one of the producers and uh and he, I can't remember if it was the the author of the, the letter that experienced the te- testicular uh swelling. Um I seem to recall it got to the point where they ended up turning black. They got so swollen. God. That's not fucking cool. Swollen nuts, swollen tongue, heart inflammation, black eyes. Black eyes, it's all paralysis. for the greater good. And then, like, 100% of people get some symptom. So far, I have not, you know, if you if I get the vaccine, there's like 100%, 99% chance that I will get something. So why would you do that? Versus right. 99.9% chance of me not getting something over on this side. And then I hop over to this side, and then I get the vaccine. There's 99.9 chance of me getting something. What? Where does the when math I got the vaccine? I, yeah, the vaccine choice or not wasn't a choice. Although I made the choice, I, I did have a choice. Uh, I will say that the vaccine choice Somewhere. I made was a hundred percent chance of getting sick, and I got sick, and it was not mm. fun, and it sucked, and it fucked my whole weekend up. You know, but I mean, it was just like, you know, yeah, it sucked. I it's fucked up. Fusely sweated all over my couch. I had to lay fucking towels down. Dude. It's not fucking good. It's not no, normal. It People not can't good. take this shit and be like, okay, great. I feel great now. Oh, so, yeah. so stoked on this fucking this shit feeling. came in on waves with me too. So I'd like, you know, I started out, I was cooking dinner and I, I documented it. It was like 6 30 PM. I got my shot at like 11 30 AM. And, mm. um, and then I, I was, feeling pretty good all day, you know, except for being extraordinarily pissed for doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then at six 30 while I was cooking tacos, I fucking just started shaking. I'm uh, over the stove. We have a gas stove and I'm about to put on a flannel, you know what I mean? God. And I'm just sitting there like, I, un- I can't stop it. And then, you know, and then I just start sweating and freezing and sweating and freezing, you know, Non-stop yeah. migraine. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. That's Fuck so that evil. shit. So I didn't need it. I probably, I might not have shit. gotten that sick with the actual COVID, man. You know? Fuck it. And if you did, here's the fucking argument here. If you did get that sick, it's because they fucking made it in a lab. No shit. Specifically to get you that sick. The shit yeah. didn't come out of a fucking puddle. Okay. Some guy in China didn't eat a bat. They made this fucking thing. It's the only way that, and then, and then the vaccines create variants. That's what they do. They do that HIV treatments do a similar thing. If you, I like to say, you know, people like I believe, you know, there's no proof it came from the, you know, lab. It it probably did come from a bat or something. It's like, yeah, I believe in magic too. No, it's such bullshit. I believe in magic. It's the same people that are like, no, Epstein, oh, yeah, no, I think the camera's broke, and I think the guards were asleep, yeah. and I think that he hung himself McAfee. from his, his toilet with toilet paper. And every and other Clinton bed. associate. Yeah. 
By the way, is Norm on the body Clinton uh, the Clinton body count now? Does <laughs> he get added to the list? I don't know. Uh, now you're right. Well, the the thing I hate the most about this, uh, uh, there are a lot of things I hate, but one of the things I hate the most about this is how the government has really found a very clever way to shirk responsibilities and to make private business do the dirty work. They have gotten yeah. to the point where they can manipulate us from a cultural colloquial level through news and through just kind of public sentiment. They can control us so well through those means that they don't actually have to legislate anything anymore. All they have to do is make one mandate or one New York Times article comes out or whatever. I mean, the, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, whoever, all they have to do is fund one fucking study, throw it at the New York Times, and New York Times says, oh, a new study says suck a dick. And everyone goes, oh, great. Everybody says suck a dick. Scientists say suck dick, so let's suck dick. And, and it just We're gonna need happens you to suck over a dick, and over and over you know? again. And then, and then something comes out and they go, hey, we shouldn't have been sucking dick. We actually should have been living our lives and not sucking dick. Yeah, and and everyone goes, well, at the time, we thought that sucking dick was the right option. At the time, we didn't know. We didn't have enough information at the time. The scientists were telling us at the time that sucking dick was the way to go at the time. So we eventually figured out that it's not. So anyway, I'm, I'm digressing. Um, the, the government has completely found a way to force everybody to do. Like, they don't have to go to Congress and legalize any bill to force people to get vaccinated they're going to make you do it through your employer and they're going to make they're going to do it through the private sector and then once the private sector has gotten the the environment nice and cushy for them then they'll roll in and they'll be like well since you guys went through the trouble i guess we'll fucking make this a law huh everyone goes yeah oh yeah great great idea and it just moves on everybody forgets and the fucking cycle continues and that's why we're here on Behind the Schemes, to get behind the shit, talk about it, because we have the, the flow of information at our fingertips. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm ranting. I'm going to read to you from the American Family Names Dictionary of La Fauci, metro, excuse me, metonymic occupational name from the def, uh, definite article La Sicilian Fauci Sickle. Scrolling on up to La Fauci, Italian Metonymic occupational name for a harvester or user of a sickle. Ow. Dirty. Mm-hmm. The sickle's a great image, by the way. Like a a real old school, older than feudalism meme. I was working on a little very sickle image sigil thing. I think the wasn't one of your images tonight, the four horsemen? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they don't live too much, but, you know, it's reminiscent of that sort of thing. I'll dig up a picture of that drawing I was doing. Um, I, that's, uh, you know, I do have some more stuff that deals with what we're talking about that we could get into. Um, I got some clips if you want to hear them. Yeah. Do you, does it, does the Grim Reaper, this is the only thing that's bothering me. Is it, is it a sickle or a sight? It's a scythe. The sickle, What's the difference? Well, the sickle's a one-handed scythe. It's a two African American. <laughs> no, a sickle is communism. No, that's it's right. The, it's the they they It's the difference between a short and tall, you know, beer. You got a tall boy, short boy. 
You can get a tall Miller or a shorter Miller. Right. And the hammer and the sickle, the sickle's the short one that's held in the hand, right? Right. And it's like chuck, chuck. And the side is some big some bitch, two handed some some gun. Yeah. But they're both used for <clears throat> hitting that grain and hitting that shit in the field and chopping that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the dissolution of private property. Yeah, it became a, a symbol for for the working class Tax to rise rent. up. The sickle and the hammer, the agricultural and the industrial, come hand in hand, and they destroy the the proletariat. It's great. It's beautiful. Um. Yeah. Let's uh, let's transition on over. I'm transitioning. Yeah, trans. First of all, I would like to say that hypnosis and hypnotherapy is nothing like what you see in the movies. It's not like that at all. There is no mystery to it. There is no magic to it. Um, it's just... It's a form of therapy, okay? And I cannot make anyone do or say something that they don't want to do or don't want to say. Uh, You don't take control over uh, people's minds. It doesn't work that way. That is actually impossible to do. That's right. Can I I guess this was uh, Klaus Schwab as a (laughs) nine-year-old? At church? Well, give it some time. Give it some time. We gotta, we gotta let him work his magic. But uh, this guy is definitely <laughs> Russian or Eastern Euro. He's not German. Yeah, I'd say Nordic. He's Nordic. I. That's my yeah. guess. What were what were we listening to there? This is a, a hypnotherapist turned novelist who's giving a little spiel about hypnosis in the age of COVID nineteen. This video stemmed from Adam Curry posting an article uh, called We Are Witnessing the Greatest Mass Hypnosis of All Time. There was a video associated with this specific article by the same author, but I had trouble finding it. Uh, I ended up uh, actually finding it, so it's listed in the show notes as well, but... While I was looking for stuff, I found another fucking hypnotist being like, Hey, listen, I induce a trance state into people for a living. And I can tell you with my best professional eyes that these motherfuckers be getting hypnotized. Uh, One of the earlier quotes in this article in hypnosis, we know that the state of trance hypnosis is achieved in only one of two ways, either overload the central nervous system or fatigue of the nervous system. The current COVID-19 crisis has created both of these conditions, and as a result, it has caused the most suggestible state that a person could ever be in. Whether by design or accident, the result is the same. It is the transformation by the formation of this trance that our futures are being shaped, and we don't see it or are so tranced out that we don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. I like that. It's mundane. Yeah. <clears throat> Where's the trance coming from? 
Well, uh, we'll head back over to God. I wish I could remember his name. Let's see if I can scroll on down here and catch it. Uh, so, everybody about politicians speak, just like Biden. Biden's the old school politician. That guy will ramble on and on and say nothing, just like politicians, classic politicians do. And that, in and of itself, is its own form of like a hypnosis in the it's sense coming that from everywhere. You, you walk away from it, going like, "Oh, great." Somebody said something when they, they could have said, you know, like there's all kinds of double speak and stuff that politicians come out and say, hey, there's going to be change. If a guy comes out and says there's change, well, great. Is it change for good? No. Is it a police state where everybody is now forced to close their business and get this experimental marketed gene therapy in order to live their lives? Yeah, I would say that's change. That's definitely change. You, they were right the whole time. Obama was right. When he fucking did on hope and change, he, he brought change all fucking right. <laughs> Don't forget Operation Iraqi Freedom. All these Freak guys. The fuck out of about a million Iraqis. Oh, so many. The Bushes have so much blood on their hands when it comes to the Middle East. Hey, but, but not as much as the uh, Trump supporters from January <laughs> yeah. 6th. Running around with their mean words and their big flags and their giant crowds. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm not a Trump guy myself, but I I know that people <clears throat> tap into it because it's it's the it's the best possible thing option, I guess. Yeah, but what else is there? I mean, I well, there's there's looking out for something better than to look for both those things. Sorry. You know, you know I, 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 just, I get it. <clears throat> I didn't think Trump was going to be, you know, he was good and bad in a lot of ways. Like I said, you know, I think my, his greatest thing, again, was the exposure of the Republican Party. He exposed uh, a lot. He exposed the Democrat Party. He exposed all kinds well, of shit. Yeah, but. the Democrats are just like, well, they don't really lie. They're just like, yeah, man, we're going to fucking tax the shit out of you and take all your shit. And the Republicans are like, we're going to stop them from taxing you and taking all your shit. Well, they lie and then they, they don't. focus on the wrong shit. Yeah. The, the Democrats will focus on, like, we're going to be cool and nice and friendly, and everyone's going to yeah. be really happy and friendly. Like, that's their whole platform. Yeah. It's like, we believe in a cute, cuddly world where everybody's great. And everyone's like, oh, great, I'll vote for that. And then they go into office, and then they fucking pull off the Warhawk shit they always do. And, and again, they're like, oh, God. I didn't expect this. I thought Biden was going to be cute and cuddly. I thought the police weren't going to beat us up and force us to stay in our homes. Fucking unbelievable, dude. Yeah. The the amount of delusion that comes from the left it's is insane. unreal. It's insane. It's insane. But there's yeah. a lot of it on the right too. I mean, it's it goes both yeah. ways and both sides are dicks. Yeah. That's my that's my ultimate opinion. Is that there, I really don't is, know if but... there is a good guy in the fight. Well, there is, and those those are the ones that um, want to have like the Constitution of the United States have you know separation yes. of powers and all People that shit. Understand that, but the yeah, problem, the problem. See, that's where Trump was weak, man. Trump could have fired uh, Christopher Ray. He could have fired everybody. He should have just been firing motherfuckers, man. Every week, who gives a like, shit? Trump's everybody, the man. He's funny. He's got balls, but he's not. He's not like. A super right. genius. He's not a Napoleon. You know what I mean. You know they might have killed him if they started doing that. You know he might know that too. I don't know. I still there think might he's be a plant, deal man. for his life. You know. I still. I'm not I, convinced that he isn't a plant. 
because <clears throat> he was homies with the Clintons for decades. I I really don't know about him. You know, there, you know, he could be it's hard to say. But man, why would they fucking uh, start taking out everybody that's associated with them? You know, why would they want to take out Roger Stone like that? If the author, well, the clean you know, house. Everybody that's associated with him is having having a lawsuit right now. Yeah, but in the big picture, though, those are the battles. If you look at the war, they have been able to use Trump to do everything that we are witnessing right now. That's they true. would not have been able to pull off COVID. I mean, you can get tied up in That's all true. this day-to-day shit, but in the in the big picture, dude, we would not be here without Trump. They, they can use him for anything. And that's why I compared him to 9-11. Whether he's a plant or whether he legitimately got into office and, and by a fluke of the, of the Electoral College system, he is now going to be used for the rest of our lifetimes for the Democrats or for the, I shouldn't say the Democrats, I should just say the industry federal establishment. If, They're if, going to be able to do whatever they want, carte blanche. If, if he was such a perfect plant, it, my, I question why they would want to even if he wasn't uh, a plant. isolate. Uh, even if know, they just I, put him in the position, well, even well, if they the, knew that he was going to be a dick and they just let him do his thing and used him. Right. You know? Yes, perhaps. You know, but if let's just say for a, sec, for a second that, you know, he was like a plant. <clears throat> um, why would they want to do the whole everybody's a white supremacist and, you know, really Nazi him out? You gotta way. create you a boogeyman because he's the heel. But I mean, George Bush was a boogeyman. He was just he. You know, why not just do like George Bush did? If you know, and he, he was a like boogeyman because people Isley? didn't like him. Like people right. thought he, he was a dope. To, he wanted to pour gasoline and light the literal stage on fire. That was Bush. He just create this yeah. huge shitstorm, burno of garbage and bullshit. And then it just prime and loads everybody that bought into the hate to bend. I and, literally and bend. Why, well, let me go on the record they, and say this, that Bush was a far worse president. If you look on paper, Bush, Bush was a far worse president than Trump. No, Way he's worse. He's a, he's a, Bush is a traitor to the country. I, I should, the amount of shit that happened I, under Bush's watch is unreal. The amount of shit, it's the same thing with Biden. All the bad yeah. shit. None of this shit happened and Obama under Trump. Too. And Clinton. Right. I, and I, all I, these guys. It's it's busy because they're all homies. They're all friends. It's the same little club that we aren't in. That that a lot of people have exposed is these country club people. There's only so many restaurants and schools and neighborhoods and 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 transport companies that tailor to this level of wealth because. There are only so many people that have that level of wealth. It's such a small amount of people. And and when you when you fucking you can't get any higher. You can't get any higher. You get everybody they all mingle in the same shit. They all hang out at the same hotels. They go through the same channels because that's it for them. That's what they have. That's their thing. And you don't you don't go any further. You know? Uh, it's 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 a small 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 world when it comes to those kinds of people. People don't realize that because it's a big world 
There's a lot of people in the world and there's a lot of things going on. Random shit happens all day long, sure. But when it comes to billionaires and trillionaires, dude, there aren't there are only so many people. And then there are only so many people that actually involve themselves in this shit, that actually work at it, that actually try to to rule the world. It's it's fun. Looks like um <clears throat> Canada's gonna have a liberal minority. Uh in the, uh, I guess, what what would be their um, Senate house, whatever. I don't even know. I don't know enough to talk about what the fuck it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the fucking Canadians, anyway. But they're not going to have the liberal, liberal majority. So I don't know at this moment. Well, I do have a fuck ton of stuff to get through, and I, I don't want to get oh. lost in the murkiness of. Uh, yes. Sorry, boobs, uh, you gotta you gotta stop us, man. When we go in these rants, or no, I I like it, but uh, I'm gonna try and just plow through as much of this as I can get through because I do find it fairly interesting, and um, it is interesting. It, it provides another angle of kind of looking through. Some, this this really interesting glass house because if you know what you're looking for, it's easy to fucking catch it over and over and over again. Mm. Um, the gentleman that we're playing the clips from, his name is I just had it, uh, Bjorn Andres Bull Hansen, and the article that I'm reading for is is uh, is from Mark Marshall. Both of them are hypnotists. Here's my next clip from Bjorn. And he sets up the sort of stage that you need to engage mass uh, hypnosis. But there's an exception, and a very important one. When you have a group of people, a group of people, something kind of strange happens within that group, so that a suggestion, and I will get back to what that means, will self-reinforce within that group and that's how you get mass hypnosis or psychosis well <laughs> don't or uh, hysteria don't uh, don't y'all go put in the horse or the cart in front of the horse however the fuck is that oh my noise i heard somebody say that today too someone said don't put the horse in front of the cart <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah do do that that's what you want to do oh fuck that you must have been joe biden <laughs> I got Rage Against the Machine painted down the side of the carriage. You don't put the child in front of Joe Biden. (laughs) Don't put the whores in front of the cart. So, Mark Marshall coming over and uh, back to the... (laughs) So, we're making it very hard on you there, Boobery. He he goes on to describe the the situations where you can put people into a trance state he uses his skills to bypass the uh, critical faculty of the conscious or rational mind and move right to the subconscious mind. It is the subconscious mind that truly controls all of our behaviors. And since this is now open to the continued suggestions, by constant messaging, people are forever changed. And mm. wouldn't you know it, Bjorn over here lists out the three different things that you need and guess what his first one was uh let's look at uh, suggestion if i say there's a pig flying flying in the sky right you visualize that you have to of course we know that there are no pigs flying in the sky but you have to visualize that 
Now let me give you another example. Um, this virus will kill us all, okay? Uh, have you heard variants of that statement a lot lately? What if, I, what if I said, I don't think this virus will kill us all? It's the opposite, right? But here comes the interesting part. Your subconscious mind, and I'm not making this up, please stay with me here. Your subconscious mind will not relate to anything else than that image of this virus killing us all. So it really doesn't matter much to your subconscious mind whether I say this virus will kill us all or I don't think this virus will kill us all. Because it's the image, it's the idea of that happening that gets your, the attention of your subconscious. Right. I can't get into details on how the subconscious mind works. Um, and it's not like you have the subconscious and the subconscious and they are separated. It's a way to understand how the mind works, okay? But I will say this, we make most of our choices with our subconscious mind, not our conscious mind. That explains why, for instance, you will eat unhealthy things sometimes. And he goes on to explain that even though you know that you should only eat healthy, non-processed foods, it's the voice in the back of your head that you can't hear telling you that you're going to want to eat the junk food. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a great that's a great point to make. I love that. Yeah, because you can say, yeah, you say it's a bias. It's an inherent subconscious bias. You can say, well, I can sit here and say the, the virus isn't going to kill us all. Here are the statistics to talk about the virus not killing us all. This virus isn't really that big of a deal. And when I say those words, I feel nervous. Because I can feel the potential fury of, of millions of people that will come down on me and treat me like a subhuman piece of garbage. Mob justice, man. I, Mob justice. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. We could even relate it to a very common thing. We could say, let's say something that's really brash and like awful, right? Something that all any normal person would react poorly to. Like say I said something really awful like um, all women are whores, right? Say all, all women are whores. And it's just something that's just so awful and so gut-wrenching. And it obviously would, like, just stir up emotions in anybody that would hear those words. And, 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 and it's that subconscious feeling that this guy is talking about, this thing that's unspoken, this, this, this very real visceral thing that, that layers inside of you that really dictates a lot of what you do, that you take for granted. And it is that element that can be pulled and pushed and twisted and manipulated with these emotions. And, and there, there's, a, there's a million people right now who scream at me for even just uttering the words, you know. But it, it's, it's just, and I don't mean it, of course I don't mean it. I don't mean it at all. It's just hearing those words that causes that, that feeling in you, that fucking visceral feeling that art is intended to, to, to grasp. You know, sorry, I I didn't catch any of that. I I couldn't hear you over the sound of getting canceled. <laughs> yeah, am I going to get canceled tonight or what? <laughs> well, imagine if you had repeated that statement: "All women are whores" for the past year and a half. The next part of 
how mass hypnosis and or hypnosis in general happens is repetition. Now, repetition is powerful and we all know this, okay? If someone tells you every day, and I'll, th this is just an example, if someone, let's say a colleague, uh, imagine if, if a colleague at your workplace, uh, when you arrive at your workplace, that colleague says, um, you don't have a cold today, do you? Or you don't look, uh, you look good, you don't have a cold. Or he or she might say, uh, are you sure you don't have a cold today? Every day, every morning, that person tells you that you have or you haven't got a cold, right? That repetition of that suggestion will probably make you feel like you have a cold constantly after a while because there is such immense power in repetition that's why we we repeat things to learn them right now add to this emotion right oh yeah emotion you gotta have something to fuel that fire mm -hmm. that's the whole that's the foundation of the castle it's all emotion. You don't care about people. You want people to die. You want grandmas to die. You want my grandma to die. You want me to die. Are you saying that you want me to die by not getting a vaccine? You, you want me to die? Is that what you're saying? How many of your family members need to die before you believe in COVID? How many people need to die? Have you been watching the news? Do you know how fucking many people are dying right now because of COVID? I mean, I'm that's sure the all the children thing. are dying. Everyone's dying right now. You can't walk through a hospital without killing people. You're a murderer just by existing. I heard about dead children in New Hanover County Hospital. They are literally, <laughs> because the babies have COVID, pulling them out of the incubators and slamming them on the ground. That's right. They're running out of incubators, and they're pulling the babies out of them yes. into ventilators. Incubator to ventilator action. So they will die because they're dying. So and we don't way. have the staff to handle all the dying babies. We don't have the staff. We don't have enough hospital beds. They're We're, overrun. We don't, we don't have enough shovels to dig all these mass graves for all these people there that are dying. refrigerator trucks of dead bodies of people. Get the ice cream trucks. Someone get the ice cream truck. Stop selling ice cream. We've got an ice cream shortage because they got to use all the ice cream trucks to carry dead. all these bodies to the pits. Death. <laughs> maybe 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 we could get the unhoused to dig a mass grave oh god no there's literally just piles of them everywhere yeah. but you People know want us to hurt us for us saying this right now that's how crazy things have gotten the fact that we but, can't joke about this shit the um I, I have heard that the Walgreens crime has, has uh, in San Francisco has gone down a little bit because of the vaccine passports. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Is there a reason? I was trying to be Norm Macdonald, you know, but it didn't Oh, work. you did you it. Know, you did it. You did it. That's a Norm Macdonald. He would, yeah, that's a Norm Macdonald for sure. I appreciate it. Sorry. That. I'm, you know. I, I respect He's that. great. I'm just. I'm just no, that was a great. I love that. That's great. Now that I know the context, I got it. Because <laughs> they're like, "Oh wait, we can't take, we can't come in here to take all these prescriptions." And he goes he, when he goes into his first bit when he goes at this press conference for Bill Clinton. He's like, "Man, my first thought was, I hope I don't bomb." <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and then he just sits in silence forever and ever. He, he, it's great. I love that. Yeah, it's great. So uh, Mark goes on to uh, word drop everybody's favorite part of the body. Uh, and, the and, vagine. And it's uh, 
And this is through a process called instant or shock induction, which I didn't, I don't believe I caught Bjorn talking about this. So maybe it's just two different avenues of achieving the same goal. Uh, but Mark goes on to state that it doesn't take long to make it happen. Quote, we literally hijacked the amygdala, which is responsible for the fight, flight, or freeze mechanism of our bodies. It is in this split second of time that the subconscious mind is looking for a program that will provide an appropriate response. Uh, Mm, Like a magnet. And when stress makes you feel strong, anger, aggression, or fear, the fight or flight response is activated. It happens when a situation causes your amygdala to hijack control of your response to stress. The amygdala disables the frontal lobes and activates the fight or flight response. It is the most basic instinctual response that is responsible for our survival as a species. It is caused by the re- uh, by the release of cortisol, powerful stress homo- uh, or- hormone. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And- the feeling of, of being in a group and, and getting along with people. Oh, that's a perfect segue because that's exactly what Bjorn gets into this next clip with uh, motion and groups. Uh, most of us, or I would say, well, we know that everyone is, is very emotional. We are emotional. And that's why you use emotion uh, to manipulate people, okay? So if you add to the suggestion and the re- repetition emotion, you get results, okay? So um, love, hate, passion, uh, disgust, um, these very primal emotions are the strongest and people want to say that they are more advanced than that but we really are not okay so again an example from our this insane <laughs> world we're living in right now um, people who haven't had the thing in the shoulder the injection are causing people you know causing uh, other people to to die okay that's a statement that we hear. We hear variants of that on a daily basis. That creates hatred. And I dare I say it's almost like that's the intention. I don't know. I don't know. But it, sometimes it feels like that's the intention because you add to the suggestion of everyone getting this illness. Uh, you add to that the repetition and then a very strong emotion, which is hatred. You get what we see every day. No, um, maybe you didn't bring up the group in this one, but it's coming for sure. I like that though. People getting together uh, in common hatred because there's so few things to get along together with people these days. Right, it's the two minutes of hate. It's the whole Trump thing. That's the what I meant by that gasoline and the fire on something that was already there. Like, you know, they're just two. Things that exist outside of each other, gasoline and fire, but, you know, I I feel like the mainstream media still chose Trump regardless of what or how or who he was trying to do. It didn't matter. They were still going to use him to to propagate, uh, propagate all of this hatred in people that they could use later down the line. Absolutely, and they're able to do that. Because many of these uh, people are uh, American patriots, so they're able to demonize daily the American flag, symbols of American of America, symbols of Americana, you know, symbols of 
you know, the nuclear family, um, anything else that's just, you know, the American dream, anything like that, anything, you know, Mm -hmm. the American flag, I think in less than six years is going to be as bad as the Confederate flag. I think it already is, unfortunately. It's not At least in certain parts of the bad. world. Yeah, to certain people, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, to the mainstream media and Joe Biden. On the coast of California and in New York, <laughs> it, it almost is. Almost. Yeah. But, and you know. You know shouldn't be. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, um, it's interesting. What, you know, I'm trying to, you know, wet, uh, head some shit with Bitcoin and crypto and Ooh, you know, and also we should check on shit. those numbers right now. As a matter yeah, of fact. but uh, it should be down. Uh, yeah, I think hmm. it has been down. Everything is. Um, as but, soon as I reported on it, it's been you going know, down. Who who I'd knows like what it. the fuck? So it's all just. Ooh. You remember earlier when I said I was going to smoke a lot of weed? <laughs> How's that going for you? <laughs> yeah, Are you smoking that weed? But Perry looks kind of stoned. Oh God! Now my oh. Well, That's it. the uh, the amygdala. You smoking the weed? I want to know. Turn my headphones up. Turn, are you smoking the weed? I want to know. Don't you want yeah, to know? I am. Oh, that's it. I'm going to smoke weed too. Let's do it. Weed. weed break. Weed break. Come on, since I didn't make any sense on that last one, I just want to make but, uh, sure I'm sorry. not going to make any more I, sense. I interrupted Booberry because I wanted to know about the weed because he, he I, the story wasn't complete, so I wanted to complete the story. So. Uh, Mr. Booberry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm not sorry. It's just the way I am. You know, I'm not apologizing for being on here. You know? It was my fault. You don't have to apologize Fucking for anything. A. It was me that yeah. was doing it. It's my fault. I apologize. No, I apologize to you now. I apologize to myself, and, I, and yeah, I will yeah. fight you. And I also right. apologize. Right. I apologize to everybody out there. Did you, by the way, for that Norm MacDonald thing, did you hear him say sorry? Yeah, I did catch that. <laughs> did you catch that? Yeah. Where Where uh, is that? What What is that accent from? Is that a, that's That's Canadian all the way. It, okay. Yeah. All the way Canadian. <laughs> yeah. I should know that. I watch enough Trailer Park Boys. Fucking A. Yeah, Love sorry that about low that. Humor. Oh, yeah. You ever, you ever watch? Yeah, anyway. We don't get it. I love that show. <sighs> Mr. Booberry. Y'all good now? <laughs> He's like you got, but you, you know what really grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your doom. He's like, get in your grave. Uh oh yeah. Rise from your grave. The opposite. Rise from your grave reversed. We're gonna have to turn uh, old video game memes into a tarot card. Oh, that could be fun. Um. Okay, so the amygdala hijack. It's during that that people lose their ability to make rational judgments and the stress increases and the dramatic physical changes take place in our bodies. Uh, and it shuts down the frontal lobe of the brain, which we already talked about. Most importantly, though, we, re- we become and remain highly suggestible in this highly aroused state. Our subconscious minds are seeking to find that, quote, program that will free us from this threat and we take that excuse me, take that cue from the perceived leaders. You know, mm. the people talking to us from our little black monoliths. Like perceived leaders. Yeah, the people that tell us that they're in charge. 
because I never elected Fauci. No. Or Bill Gates. Dr. Nope. Bill Gates. Oh, that's true. Uh, here's my next clip. Uh, he, it's just labeled glass of water, and I can't remember. I think this is like another sweetener deal or something. It's like, I got to make you want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want you to want to do the dishes. Yeah, so... There's another aspect to this as well, and uh, I like to call that the simple solution. So you need to present to your patient uh, a solution. Uh, by that, I mean an alternative to, for instance, what, what they need want to stop. For instance, if someone um, wants to stop drinking uh, sugary sodas, right? Now, I'm a little bit guilty there. I, I, I like those. But, but some people want to stop drinking sugary sodas. Um, so I would say, well, what about uh, drinking a glass of water instead? Would that be a good alternative? And they will say, yes, that's much better. So that's the alternative. It's a simple alternative. So you, you work with the patient, the patient um, and the, 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 the hypnotherapist uh, work through hypnosis and in hypnosis you will present the alternative or the solution drinking a glass of water uh, keep in mind that if I said to the patient uh, you will no longer drink sugary sodas your the patient's subconscious mind would only catch that little part there sugary sodas so you would actually reinforce uh, the the need for sugary soda. So you need to instead present an alternative. Uh, have a glass of water. Um, we see the same in mass hypnosis, and it's very easy, very easy to see what's going on and which solution, so to speak, that is being presented to us constantly. Uh, so <clears throat> we have an. <clears throat> a disease, an illness, sorry. <clears throat> and um, there's a simple solution presented on a daily basis. And it's an immense push. And uh, now they're trying to force this upon people as well. And I can't use the word here on YouTube or on social media in general, I think. Uh, but it's the thing, the poke in the shoulder, right? The mystery juice. And, I mean, that's Hegelian dialectic in a nutshell. Problem, reaction, solution. Mm. Yeah, all At every stage it is presented. The Hegelian dialectic or the vertical integration or the various names that they have labeled it where you cover all your bases, you run the show, you, you are the problem, the solution. Yeah. And uh, Mark points it out that uh, that it's language that really drives most of this. Uh, he points out herd immunity and social distancing, to name just a few. Uh, quote, the masses are no more than a herd that can be shepherded into controlled behaviors. We have willingly and without question given up fundamental uh, rights and liberties. We are told that we need to do this for the protection of the community until we develop a herd immunity. And since our frontal lobe judgment has been shut down by the stress and trance state we are in, people are generally unable to access their problem-solving abilities, and people take the solutions that they are given by the, quote, experts, because they are paralyzed by uncertainty. They are, in fact, every sense, 
frozen. Spooky shit, man. Frozen. You know what a whole fucking group of, uh, sorry, let me back that up. You know what a whole gaggle of frozen people look like? Uh, a berg? Uh, no, I was just going to say a group. So what happens when you have these mechanisms happening within a group? The simple answer is then you don't need uh, a hypnotherapist. You don't need anyone else because you only need to plant that seed and the group will reinforce that forever. Very old cars. Didn't they have a, a wheel that you had to go you had to go like this in the front of the car to get the wheel spinning and then it kept spinning, right? It's the same here because the group's individual, the, the members of the group will reinforce uh, the suggestions. They will reinforce the repetition and also they will keep adding or, or strengthening the emotions linked to the whole thing. That's why mass hypnosis is so effective. That's why it's been used by authoritarian regimes up through history. That's why um, it's such a dangerous thing as well. And we are seeing that happening now. We are seeing people leaving uh, objectiveness and sense and reason completely. And they are totally consumed by this mass hypnosis going on in their group. Now, when I say group, the group can be uh, your friends. Uh, it can be now in this so-called modern age, it can be, you know, your uh, echo chamber on Facebook. <laughs> and again, when I say echo chamber, it's, it's like I'm talking not about you, but about pe the people out there, okay? Uh, we know how this works uh, with uh, social media, especially Facebook and so on. Now, I will say that we're almost through here. I only got two more clips left, and we're... Uh, He's so right, though. He's so dead on. These are these are great clips. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with them. And it's... Uh, I so much enjoyed it that I was like, I kind of want to reach out to this dude, see if we can get him on the show. That would be oh, pretty That would be awesome. I'd love that. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll uh, add it to the list. Well, yeah. We'll contact yeah, we'll uh, contact our guys, get them to contact his guys, and then they can, his guys can contact him. We'll get the notes in here. We got uh, this, this guy's Belgian, according to the chat. Belgian guy speaks true. Oh, no, 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 no. You're looking at uh, Servo was commenting on the no agenda clips about hypnosis. Oh, this guy's an. Oh, I thought this guy was Belgian. Either way. I dropped his name. It's uh, Bjorn. Bjorn. Oh, that's Nordic. Yeah. Bjorn. Okay, great. Got so, it. So, Mark states that uh, one reason or the reason the pandemic spread so quickly into this state of induction is the fear of death, the fear of isolation, the fear of loss of livelihood. It's all fear driven. Mm hmm. Um, and well, that's the only reason I got my injection was because right. I was afraid that I was going to lose my job. Yeah. And yeah, the fear of losing your job, the fear of being, uh, judged by your friends and, and by not being able to go to just regular shit. But at the same point, and this is going to sound way more pessimistic 
than I really intended to, but at this point, I would consider all three of us here talking at this very moment, Walking Dead Men. I think it's what the really horrifying part is what the children are going to come out of this thinking. Oh, the next generation is so scarred from all this nonsense. Although they, they did get to stay home from school, which was cool. It's probably good. Yeah, they want to they wanna have the children spread out at school and wearing masks. Like, and not socialize, bullshit. not communicate, not have that one in, one-on-one interaction. This is yeah. intentional. As if people weren't antisocial enough, as it is, with everything and then that's they, going on. Then they demonize parents for getting angry about this, about the school systems doing this. They and calling them murderers. The parents, man. People, Fuck people, that shit. If anybody criticizes it, they call them murderers. What kind of fucking yeah. de- democracy is this? Uh, people talk about democracy in a free society and talking about having debate and having an engaged public and informed society coming discourse. to decisions, public discourse, open uh, flow of information. And, and this is, this is their idea of democracy is by coming up with these very valid concerns. Shame. And then, and then calling you a fucking murderer. Is that supposed to be some, some sort of move forward? Is that supposed to be some sort of progressive agenda? Give me a fucking break. I think I actually have the perfect clip for this one. The CDC is like this whole governmental body with scientists and shit. They just tell us what to do. You don't have to think about it, dude. That's it. That's what's so cool about the CDC. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it mass hypnosis. You can call it mass hysteria. You can call it, you can call it good marketing. That's a, I think that's the more appropriate term. It's just good marketing. Just really good marketing, you know, people. Right. Sometimes I get into the the Trump voice when I talk about skeezy sales guys, because he's like the skeezy sales guy. You know, it's just good marketing. If you think about Trump from the perspective, if he was a real corporate stooge, like like people say he is, you know. Anyway, it's fun. I love this stuff. Alternate reality. Somebody should make a meta comic book where Trump. Uh, is like a quote unquote globalist, you know? And Joe Biden's the one, like the, the populist vote. <laughs> oh my God. If, if the great rebellion, if Biden was the best thing that the rebellion had to put, turns out part. I was wrong on all that shit. Oh, he's just Biden. like, Oh, well, you know, the, the corporations have a lot of lobbyists and they control it. And the thing, should, his, we should have his, seen it though, because of, of Hunter Biden. He's just like he's like his, his tagline: smoking crack. His his son is like time. Joe Biden, but on crack though. His his new tagline for his populist stance could be: "Come on, men! <laughs> Come on, men! You know, it's it's time to heal." Well, yeah, let me uh, heal next to Nancy Pelosi. We're we're so close to the end here. Well, we're gonna we're gonna plow through. We're gonna plow. We're gonna thrust through this here. We're gonna get through it, just like uh, Klaus plowing right. through the Queen of England. Oh my God! <laughs> they call uh, him the the Blitzkrieg. <laughs> so uh, Mark says that there's a couple of ways that you can treat this amygd- amygdala hijack. Uh, of course, that would 
involve things like running and walking and going to parks and getting fresh air. But a lot of places have shut down the ability to do things like that. Uh, It almost makes you wonder if it was planned that way. But uh, let's let's head back over here to Bjorn, and he's going to tell you what it what it's like when the shit cracks. So this mass hypnosis is certainly something that we are seeing now. It's happening now in front of our eyes, and you know you could actually also view whole whole nations uh, as a group and uh, people as a group, and you can observe the mass hypnosis going on there Um, if you know what to look for well and you look at things now there is no doubt that we have mass hypnosis going on concerning especially a certain uh, pandemic and when I say that word it's uh, I need to be careful here on YouTube but it's it's so that you will know what I'm talking about okay Now, the big question, I guess, is, for instance, our government, is it like our government, governments uh, are doing this on purpose? I will not answer that question in this video. Um, But the simple truth there is that I don't think it matters much if it's on purpose or not, because the main thing is that it is happening. And up through history, what we have seen is that when you have mass hypnosis going on, the outcome will not be good, okay? Um, it's a dangerous thing. It leads to cruelty. It leads to um, persecution. It leads to um, all sorts of disgusting and evil acts. Indiscriminate violence. It leads to justification for doing really awful things to people. And And now we're doing this for your own good. Now that I think about it, Dean Reiner from up is down just did an episode. I'm looking back through his catalog to find the article, but it was a, a really phenomenal Substack article about the process of othering people, which is the moment where you can pull off crazy fucking shit. Mob mentality and the unvaxxed. I'm going to drop that into the chat room and it will be posted in the notes. Nice, nice, nice. Um, So kind of wrapping up here with Mark, uh, he also points out that the whole solution provided to combat COVID-19 has resulted in shit like high blood pressure diabetes, obesity, because people have been locked down for so long and no pushed doubt. into this hyper-depressed state because... And eating junk food because all the restaurants are closed and the only thing you can do is hit the drive through And these are... Uh, yeah, and you got Uber Eats and... You if know. you don't... If you can't afford Uber Eats and you can't cook and you got kids to feed, you're hitting the drive through You're hitting all these fucking cheap joints, which in and of themselves aren't even that cheap anymore. Fucking McDonald's is expensive as shit now. Yep. It's, it's crazy. And uh, he says that these, uh, the high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, BC, these are the things that result from high cortisol levels. It's a uh, high cortisol is also responsible for increased anxiety, increased ir- uh, irritability, 
rapid weight gain and muscle weakness, uh, which are all conditions that can be counteracted by increased activity and responsible use of our open spaces. But if you go outside, you're going to die from COVID-19. Yeah. Well, we'll give you two free donuts if you get the facts, though. I'm going to hit you with this last clip from Bjorn. Hit us, Bjorn. Bjorn's been a fucking champ tonight, by the way. Yeah. MVP for this episode. That we should all get out of that thing there, distance ourselves from that. And we can do that by switching off the mainstream media. We can do that by taking a walk in the woods, um, staying healthy, and first and foremost, focusing on positive aspects of our lives. Um, Some people will not do that. Some people will refuse to snap out of it. And some people will just stay in that hypnosis because it's, they find it pleasant and safe. I have noticed that some people call this um, mass psychosis, which is not the same. Um, that, that's something completely different. Um, so I, I won't get into that. Um, I chose to talk about mass hypnosis because, as I said, I have, I, I have, I did work as a hypnotherapist for a few years, um, and uh, before I beca- became a full-time novelist. So um, this is something uh, you know. I actually know what I'm talking about here, <laughs> um, and yeah, there um, there are people waking up, and they they just every morning they get into a state of hypnosis and that happens through their smartphone. Uh, they, um, you know, if you think about it, you know, um, you wake up, look at your smartphone, it's a, uh, you focus on a narrow little image, right? Um, that's also a technique that you use to help people get into a state of hypnosis, by the way. And they focus on that and there it says, uh, cases, uh, uh, virus, and and all those words, you know, and I almost did it. Now <laughs> I won't get into into the mannerisms of hypnosis in this video, but um, straight into hypnosis there before you even get out of bed. Yeah, and uh, that's not a good thing, you know. That's not a good thing. Um, so um, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Oh, shit. I fucked up that edit. Where'd he go? Hmm. I know. You should fire me. Uh, no, uh, what it, What fucked you're up fine. edit? I don't know what you're talking about. Never mind. Uh, yeah. You should go ahead and mummify my corpse and ground me up. Fire me straight into the fucking Chuck E. Cheese point blank. <laughs> Special delivery. <laughs> 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 you know, you keep pushing this fucking embalming thing. I, I'm really thinking this is what you want. Boobery wants some action. You want to, if you want to live forever, this is the way to do it. Be a mummy. This is the way. That's the way. That's the way you live forever. Sorry. You know, the greatest thing that Alexander the Great did ever, the smartest thing he ever did was when he found the fountain of youth, he listened to the raven. He rejected the fountain. He chose to die. You, 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 to, to be immortal, you got to be the mummy. You got to find it. Anyway, um, public service announcement once again. 
But uh, that does it for my Bull Hansen clips. Uh, I've dropped his uh, website in the chats as well. Will be featured in the show notes. Um, I, I really appreciate his takedown of one of the control mechanisms that have come forward and reared its ugly ass face in light of COVID-19. And he said there at the end, something that harkens back to Zuby's list, which was something that we had played a clip of Adam, uh, Adam Curry and Joe Rogan going through a Twitter account, listing 20 reasons why or 20 things I learned during the pandemic. And one of them is that there's some people that love being in this condition and will do anything and everything to maintain that status quo for not only themselves, but all the people around them because they Mm -hmm. have to be, have to be part of the solution. There is no other alternative. And if you're not with them, well, you're certainly against them. And if you're against them, then obviously you're a fucking fascist. Uh, anti anti fascist. Yeah. Beta. How about some screen mails? Oh yeah. Here was some screen mails. Alright. First one was blank. We're gonna try a second one. If you dare. <laughs> How can you not love that? This really gets you in the mood. <laughs> to be a prowler and a creeper all throughout the night. Every night. Do you see what I see? Go out there and look for yourself. It's captivating and it's intoxicating. Just take take a few moments of your night and gaze up at that big, bright, beautiful, illuminous, full harvest moon as the autumn equinox quickly approaches. Hmm makes you appreciate autumn all that much more. As the nights get cooler and breezier and the foliage more vibrant and beautiful. This is for all of you fellow howlers and creepers. Howl along with me. You might just enjoy it. Damn, I think that's the sort of howl that would make Sir Spencer jealous. Holy fuck. Damn, it's a whole new level. I'm on the, the tip of my toes right now. It's it's uh what a what a call. What a howl. What a time. What a what a time. Oh. Grinning ear to ear. I'm beaming. I can't help myself. It's so fun. What a, what, that's great. What a great call. I I can only guarantee that fucking Malachi was itching the howl there. Uh, yes, but uh, now, now that's what the screen. But was. I was uh, too busy drinking. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I was too busy drinking. Do With your mom, doing your mom, doing your mom. <laughs> oh, thank you, caller, so very, very much. That was wonderful. Well, I think that's uh, about all I had. Um, hmm. Do you guys Glorious. have any other uh, final parting cannon shots into the Chuck E. Cheese uh, window? Uh, 
nah, just hopefully, you know, this isn't used as like a will or something. Like, if anything happens, you know, I mean, I can <laughs> I can put you in the cannon if you really want to. We can we can, we can talk about it later, but but you know, well, as of right now, it's legally bound. Uh, bound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once uh, once until, it's you know, we're gonna publish this. Once but, you're, uh, uh, once it's on the internet, it's there forever. You think you can just go on the internet and do whatever you want? No, there are consequences for your actions. There are consequences. Whoa, dirty. Oh, oh gross, lame. So gross. Had so someone lame. join the uh, Sphinx chats. That's exciting. Ah, uh, yes, our Sphinxes are wide open, so you can come on in. And you can enter our Sphinx tribe, and we, our Sphinx will embrace you with open arms. Yes, and I uh, i probably should have said this a little earlier, but I'm going to be on Hog Story this next Thursday. That's right. Mr. Booberry, oh. Mothman of the Miniocalypse, is going to be on the Hog Story. That is going to be on Thursday, which is going to be the 23rd of September. You can watch that. That's going to start at 7 o'clock Central, 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Beast Coast time. And you can uh, go there and tune in. And, um, oh, no, that's not, is, so that's this Thursday, right? Or is it next Thursday? This Thursday. It's this Thursday. So that is the 23rd of September. So make sure you tune in. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be there. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I want to say Malachi, it fucking pleasure i miss your rants but i'm gonna have to ask that you uh climb back into the cellar now mm, okay get get, get going <laughs> you've, you've been a goddamn <laughs> pleasure it's all right he's got a rope he can climb out it's fine yeah It'll be bye fun. y'all thank you so much i'll be back whether you like it or not are you gonna right. are you gonna hang out for the playout music you gonna do a proper sign off sure yeah, proper sign off And that was the one about mRNA lettuce and hypnosis and Tony Hawk blood skateboards and Guar NFTs and mummifying your mom and Fauci is a sickle and goddamn so much else. <laughs> that's correct. The Mundo. Yeah, that's right. You've been listening behind the schemes, man. This has been episode 63 and we have been joined by the one and only straight from the cellar and he's pissed he's angry and his name is malachi goodbye from malachi (laughs) straight from the cellar he's stellar that's uh that was chilling i love it well, shit, uh, I'm not sure what we got planned next week, but it'll be more of the same goddamn bullshit. I can only guarantee that. And until next time, my name has been Booberry, Mothman of the Miniocalypse. And all the way, way the hell over here from the bereft coast where things are just a little weird around here. My name is Lavish. This show is behind the shim shimmers, the schemes.
behind the scheme for threes as ease. Loveislit.com. Yes, loveislit.com. Much boobs, much conspiracy, much punk. We have lavish. Could be lavash. And Lagrange. Could be Lagrange. Lavish also has a buttery voice. Goodbye, BTS. <laughs> that boy band got no future. I was thinking slutty podcaster, but... What's up, nerds? I always think I know what Behind the Schemes is about, and I listen to it, and I realize that I'm completely wrong, and they're always talking about something else that's more interesting than what I presume they're talking about. Hey, man, if you don't get Behind the Schemes, the schemes will get behind you. The person that I would recommend is to listen to Lavish on the Behind the Schemes podcast. Well, Blueberry has the goddamn common courtesy, doesn't he? Oh, boobery. <laughs> Behind the scenes, you're going, you're so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got witnesses that will follow the aid. Oh, yeah. This is one of those schemes I've seen. Everybody's yeah. in on this scheme. This thing is a scam. Your whole life is a scam. Oh, fuck. You're gonna make me scream. Our patience is wearing thin. Chew bubblegum and give Reacher out. I'm this card in the tarot deck that is conspiracy. Find us at BehindTheSchemes.com with threes for ease. Or LoveIsLit.com. <laughs> Blueberry and Lavish uh, just uh, motorboating a bunch of boobies. Oh, praise science. Oh, great science. Praise oh, science. This is real uh, science. Behind the scenes, you're going, you're going, yeah! That guy really seems to understand exactly what's going on. I never expected this from that podcast, but I learned something listening to it. <laughs> this is Behind the Schemes. The esoterica of your dreams. <laughs>